The following is a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our coverage of Dallin Catholic High School Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Mercy One, and Skeffington's Formalware. Thank you for supporting Dallin Catholic Sports on Iowa Catholic Radio. Doubleheader, a rematch from last month. Alongside Jim Cataldo, I'm Mark Amadale, and glad you could join us tonight. Jimmy, we got a rematch of uh, the very final game we had during the uh, before the Christmas and New Year's break. Dowling and Southeast Polk, both in the same division, and uh, both teams in this, at least this girls' matchup in the uh, top 11 in Class 5A, and uh, they're going to get ready to uh, put out their seeds for postseason. So for Southeast Polk, they're ranked 11th. That means they'd be a two seed. They win tonight. They're moving up that ladder, getting the top eight to be a one seed, and for Dowling, uh, the Maroons off to a 12-1 and start. They had their 11-game winning streak snapped by Valley last week and got back and uh, got the win on Tuesday night over Waukee Northwest. So that that's kind of sets the table. And welcome to the broadcast, Mr. Cataldo. Well, you know, it's, it's fun now that you're going to start seeing teams that you've seen earlier in the year. How much did they improve over the last few weeks? But as you mentioned, as the playoffs draw a little bit closer, everything gets a little bit more identified and starting to seed yourself. You know, if, do I want to be a high one seed? Do I want to be a low one seed? Does that give me a higher two? Uh, and things start getting very, very more uh, uh, poignant on looking at how other people are doing uh, every Tuesday and Friday night. No question about it. And uh, for Dowling and Southeast Polk, it's, been a, it's a great rivalry. Uh, uh, the series is tied at 12 each, dating back to 2006. These two teams have played and were tied at 12 each. And uh, Southeast Polk's, Polk has won six of the last eight games, but uh, the Maroons had the win at Southeast Pope back on December 17th. We mentioned 49-38, a Dowling win. And, uh, you know, here we are tonight, second go-around here at the Dowling Gym. It's uh, They have the uh, MAC and the DCBC girls and boys youth teams that feed the Dowling basketball programs. Inter- they'll be introduced at halftime of both games. So we have that going on. So we expect a pretty good crowd for a, a Friday night. And for our listeners who are listening on the Internet and may not be in the state of Iowa, we're just crawling out of 20 below we had this morning. 25 below is a wind chill, and right now it's about 20 degrees. So we want to welcome those folks. You're in a warm weather climate. Great here. We're we're trying to get warmed up, and it's it's nice and warm. Pretty nice here in the Dowling Gym, and it's going to fill up with Dowling and Southeast Polk, Jimmy. That's why you always love to play basketball. You knew you were going to be inside yeah. during the winter. So uh, you're right. Over the last couple of days, it's been just, just burly cold, and, and you go out today and it was, I checked, it was like 19. I thought, God, this feels pretty good. So, you know, things are going to get warm up, warm up in here. You're going to have a, a really good crowd, young crowd. Uh, get to see a lot of these young kids come through and uh, and see what uh, our Dowling girls and boys uh, teams are all about. But they're certainly the future, and they're, they're certainly the, 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 the next group in, as we always tell the youth kids. And so hopefully they can take a lot of watching uh, some of the young talent out of this young Dowling basketball team. Well, the game that preceded us, a sophomore boys game, uh, Dowling boys, uh, I don't know if they came from behind. They had a big lead in the first half, lost it in the third quarter, gained it back in the fourth quarter. And Zach Nicholson, Stevie Sarcone, the coaches of the Dowling boys softs, they came back and uh, beat Southeast Polk boys by 10 after uh, it was tied there several times. You had some anxious moments, but your uh, son Dante, playing like his mom's side of the family, did a nice <laughs> job of uh, getting a few steals and baskets with the left hand. I like that. Being able to play in the big gym tonight, I get to see the finish of it that way before uh, because they play before the girls' basketball team. But, yeah, nice win by the sophomore 
boys basketball team, and they got things rolling. And uh, you know, I think they have just one blemish on the year, and, and really, really good class of kids, uh, both boys and girls in that sophomore class. So, a lot of attention is being paid, played by uh, uh, Clay uh, Tilking and uh, as well as uh, uh, Coach Myers with, with the uh, with the young girls. Well, Dallin's camp has come in. They were they won 11 in a row, lost to number nine Valley last Tuesday night. Uh, a week ago, Tuesday, rather, and then they've won 12 of the last 13. For Southeast Polk, they've lost three of their last five games, uh, Jimmy, and they've, uh, uh, since January 1st, they've lost three of their uh, five games to start the second half of the season. And, of course, we remember that night at uh, Southeast Polk back on uh, December 17th, uh, Coach Daly got ejected with like three and a half minutes left in the contest, and tonight when I was talking to her, I said, hey, you're going to stay around all four quarters, and the assistant coach said, we're trying to keep her in the game. So she gets pretty intense, and as all the high school coaches do, that's their passion. And uh, every every possession means something. You know that, Jim. It can mean uh, a lot of things for different teams. But uh, I think Coach Daly will look forward to the challenge and the rematch with Dowling. Well, you look back at that December 17th game, and, and it was one of our, our uh, one of the true tests, road tests for the Dowling girls basketball team. She really didn't know what they were going to come out and do against a, a Southeast Polk program that's been dominating the girls program over the last few years and and to come away with the 49-38 win that night uh, gave them a lot of confidence rolling into that Christmas break but you go back and you look at that game and Ava Zedeker had 19 uh, Marin Heller had 12 you have two of your 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 top freshmen this year and, and Emma Gipple with 11 but I I remember talking about uh, Brooklyn right De- uh, God, Brooklyn Almighty. Brooklyn Daly and and uh, what what she can do for the Southeast Polk team and and she, she performed fairly well, having 13 points, a little bit underneath her, her season average. But I remember her getting in foul trouble and, and, and sitting a lot of that game. So I think that's something that, that Southeast Polk, you're looking at, at uh, what do we do different? This Well, you stay out of foul trouble. You keep your, your best players in the game and, and fight them to the very end. No question. And for Southeast Polk, as we move to that team, uh, their record's now 7-6. They're ranked 11th in Class 5A, but uh, they're without the, their second-leading scorer from last year, Brooke Woodard. Uh, make a decision next month whether she comes back or is totally on the shelf. She had an ACL injury over the summer. Uh, this is a young lady had averaged 15 points, seven rebounds a year ago, and shot 50% from the field. They've been without her, and the, all the pressure has kind of been on uh, Brooklyn Daly, the uh, six-foot junior daughter of the head coach Tracy Daly, and she's been their leading scorer, averaging just under 18 points a game, leading rebounder with four and a half. So she's kind of led this team, but she's got a very young team, kind of like Dowling. You know, you got the I got a freshman starter as they start three juniors, a sophomore, and a freshman in this uh, Southeast Polk Ram girls lineup. Well, early in the season, Brooklyn um, Daly felt like she had to put this whole team on her shoulders because of, of you know, what she brings to to the, to the floor, and hoping that some of the younger girls start feeling comfortable in their roles. And you have seen that uh, lately, at least since the Christmas break. You know, we talked about it earlier about uh, Alyssa Bartlett really coming on as a freshman. Uh, you know, she's averaging 10 points uh, on, on the year as a freshman. But since Christmas, she's been averaging just under 15. So you can tell she's getting much comfortable in what she's doing, uh, feeling, uh, 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 you know, much more in tune as a freshman. So she's getting much better, as well as Stella Charleston, as we've talked in the past. Heck of a three-point shooter. She's number three in 5A in threes made with 35 on the year. So certainly somebody that's going to grab the attention of, of Dowling's defensive uh, effort to guard the perimeter and Stella Charleston, but also having to deal with Brooklyn Daly down the down the middle as well as uh, Alicia uh, uh, Bartlett. 
Yeah, and you mentioned uh, Charleston uh, also fourth in three-point attempts in Class 5A with 87, yet she shoots 40% from the field. So those are some pretty good numbers. And young lady who was another starter, the junior, J.C. Mitchell, uh, I'm sorry, off the bench, uh, Zoe Hines, uh, a 5'4 freshman, she's uh, second in 5A, and they call this stat effective field goal percentage, shooting over 64 and a half. Well, how's that getting technical for uh, basketball? It's not a football deal that we're dealing with. This is basketball. Effective field goal percentage. This young lady comes in and uh, is second in 5A. So she's pretty efficient when uh, Hines gets to play. Well, it, you're going to have to guard the entire floor. And, and so it's, it's going to be definitely a, a challenge for, for the Dowling girls basketball team. But that's been their MO all year is, is, is great defensive play. And we've talked about it time and time again. And Expect that tonight uh, with, with this uh, with this team from Southeast Polk. And, of course, for Dowling, as we preview Dowling and Southeast Polk tonight here at the Dowling Gym, the girls' game coming up. For the Maroons, they're led by the Class 5A leader in rebounds now, Emma Gipple. Uh, she's first. She has 175 total rebounds. Uh, first on offensive boards with 78 and second in defensive boards with 97, but first in total rebounds. And she's a double-double just waiting to happen, averaging 13.5 rebounds along with 10.5 points. And Emma's, kind of, Emma's the lone senior that starts for Dowling. The Maroons started at two juniors and two freshmen. Off the bench, a senior and two freshmen. So a very young Dowling team who is playing pretty well. If you're 12-1 and one and you've got uh, 13 games under your belt and you've got that kind of record with the youth Dowling has, that's a, that's a pretty good start to a season. It's, it's an incredible job by Emma Gipple. And, and you, you show what, what she's done on the floor, not only on the defensive rebounds, but the offensive rebounds has, has been a true measure to the Dowling's success. And, and you think you know, with, without her and without her efforts underneath the boards, you, you wonder where they'd be. And, and you know, that's not, not you know, to wonder. It, it, it's real. And Emma Gipple's doing a heck of a job this year. And the scoring of, of Ava Zedeker as of late, you can tell she's comfortable. Certainly not playing as a freshman. Certainly playing as, as, as a veteran at this point. And so, uh, so the Maroons continue to, to move along. All right, we'll take a break here on the pregame show. It's Dowling and Southeast Polk for the second time tonight in the Girl Boy Doubleheader, this time at the Dowling Gym here in West Des Moines. Not a bad Friday night crowd. The students, I hope, are going to show up here later, uh, Jimmy, but uh, the sophomores just got done playing, the sophomore girls in the small gym, the sophomore boys here in the big gym. Hopefully they'll start the student section, but we'll take a break, come back with starting lineups. It's Dowling and Southeast Polk, and we'll come back with starting lineups here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. CPCustomHomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Welcome back to the Dowling Catholic High School Gymnasium here in West Des Moines alongside Jimmy Cataldo. I'm Mark Amadil as we get set for Dowling and Southeast Polk. Take a look at the starting lineups tonight. 
And then we'll get to Coach get to Coach uh, uh, Cataldo for the keys to the game. And for the Southeast Polk Rams, their head coach is Tracy Daly in her 10th year, 170 wins, 56 losses. Assisted by Emily Zalik, Chuck Engel, who told me he'd keep her in the game tonight, the assistant coach, along with Joel Van Coten, James Reth, and Lindsey Pothoven. Uh, the Rams were state champs in 2013. They were state runner-up in 2014 because Dowling won it in 2014. Remember those days. Yeah. And the Rams will start this lineup uh, at, at guard, number four, J.C. Mitchell, a 5'5 junior, averaging four points. The other guard is Alyssa Bartlett, young lady you talked about, Jimmy, a 5'6 freshman, averaging 10.5 points, leads the team with 33 steals and 3.5 assists per game. Bartlett will wear number 10. The third guard is Stella Christensen, a 5'7 junior, averaging 10.5 points, and is third in Class 5A with three-point uh, baskets made with 35. Car- Charleston will wear number 24. And at one forward, Ava Solseth, a 5'9 sophomore, averaging 5.5 points. She'll wear number 34. And, and finally, the other forward is... Uh, Brooklyn Daly, the coach's daughter, a six-foot junior. She's uh, committed to play basketball at Drake, and she averages just under 18 points a game, four and a half rebounds a game. Those are both team leads, and averaging eight blocks, or has eight blocks on the year. So it'll be Mitchell, Bartlett, Charleston, the three guards for Southeast Polk, along with Brooklyn Daly and Ava Solseth. As Rams come in, averaging 56 points on offense, they give up 40, just under 42 points on defense. They bring in a 7-6 record and a number 11 ranking. For Dowling Catholic, head coach is Kristen Meyer. Just got her 100th career victory here at Dowling last uh, Tuesday night and a win over Waukee Northwest. 100 wins, 27 losses. Assisted by Joel Danner and Audrey Faber. The Maroons will start at one guard. Ava Zedeker, a 5'9 freshman. The other guard is Julia Moore, a 5'4 junior. And the third guard is Layla Tritton, a 5'8 freshman. At one forward, Lauren Frerichs, a 5'10 junior. And at center, Emma Gipple, a 5'10 senior. Averaging 10.5 points and 13.5 rebounds. Dowling averages just under 52 points on offense, and they give up 37 points on defense. And, Jimmy, you got to look at some of the keys to tonight's game between Dowling and Southeast Polk. Well, we talked about it earlier, but for if you're Dowling, your, your defensive effort on daily is, is a must. Uh, she's certainly going to get her points, but you gotta, you got to keep her contained. Uh, defend the three-point shots uh, with, uh, with Charleston and, and, and others. But also, if you're on offense, you're looking for good shot selections as, as the Maroons, but limit your turnovers. Southeast Polk, uh, as I mentioned, Daly has to play well. You, you, you hope that she scores over 15 points today, uh, stays out of foul trouble. That's going to be imperative. Keeping Gipple off the, off the boards is, is going to be critical to their success. And then can the freshman Alyssa Bartlett stay as hot as she's been uh, since Christmas? And, uh, and hopefully your, your, uh, your forward Charleston can hit some of her threes. Uh, but th- those are going to be the keys, and those are going to be the keys we're going to watch throughout this game. All right, tonight we have uh, other games in the CIML. We have Valley at Waukee, Ankeny at Marshalltown, Waukee Northwest at Ames, Roosevelt at East, Lincoln at North, Hoover at Ottumwa, and Mason City at Ankeny Centennial. These are all girl-boy doubleheaders. Uh, teams that are not playing tonight are Johnson, Urbandale, and Fort Dodge. We'll take a break, come back with the tip-off between Dowling and Southeast Polk in one minute. This is a Young Catholic Minute. Why do I have to go to church on Sunday? Aren't your best friends the ones you only see once in a while? Like after you've gotten to all the really important stuff. Or maybe just on Christmas and Easter. I don't think so. But lots of people let their relationship with God go just like that. God invites each of us to a deep relationship with Him. In the time of Christ, when someone invited you to share a meal with them, they were inviting you to be a part of their family. That's what God does in the Mass. 
And this is no ordinary meal. In the Eucharist, we receive the living body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. So, if we say no to the invitation to Mass, we're saying, I don't want to be a part of your family. I don't want your sacrifice. I don't want your redemption. And it's pretty hard to have a relationship with God when we've rejected Him so completely. For more Young Catholic Minutes, go to youngcatholicminute.com. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School, and welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School basketball. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting basketball, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons! Hello, my name is Father Ryan Andrew, and I'm the chaplain at Dowling Catholic High School. Let us pray for the coaches, players, and trainers for this athletic competition. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask you to bless all those involved in this athletic competition tonight. We ask that you keep them safe, and that they all show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord, amen. All holy men and women, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. And we're back here at the Dowling Catholic High School Gymnasium alongside Jimmy Catalba and Mark Amadeo. Glad you could join us Friday night. High school girls and boys basketball in game one, the girls game. It's a top 11 matchup, 11th ranked Southeast Polk and number four, or check that, number five, Dowling Catholic as the ratings just came out yesterday between uh, in classes, all classes for uh, the high school rankings. And uh, Dowling remains at number five in Southeast Polk. Went from 15 to number 11. And, uh, Jim, you said something happened right before the game. It was a little, uh, little ceremony that yep. uh, we, weren't, we weren't a part of because of what we were doing. But look at the T-shirts. Nice. Very nice. Really nice. The girls, uh, you know, and in, 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 uh, congratulations to Coach Meyer for winning her 100th game here at, at Dowling Catholic. Uh, they're all wearing T-shirts with the picture of Coach, uh, Coach Meyer on it. And they, Coach Wilson uh, presented her a commemorative game ball. Uh, for her 100th win before the uh, team announcements tonight. All right. Well, congratulations uh, to Coach Meyer. I hope there's many more hundreds left, and uh, you, you'll, you'll like to see that or as we get set for the tip-off. Last night, Ankeny Centennial in a makeup game defeated Fort Dodge in both games of a girl-boy doubleheader. Fourth-ranked Centennial, 57-51 in the girls' game, and the boys' game, Ankeny Centennial, 76-33. So congratulations to the Jaguars of Centennial getting a doubleheader win. Now Dowling with the ball as they win the tip off the glass. A shot too strong, no good by Emma Gipple. The rebound comes out to Southeast Polk. The Rams go with uh, J.C. Mitchell, Alyssa Bartlett, and Stella Christian, the three guards, along with uh, Brooklyn Daly and Eva Solseth in the post. Dowling stays man-to-man, and the Rams have it. They play catch in the perimeter. Now Daly for three, top of the key, it's no good, and rebound Zedeker. So one and done are both teams. Dowling with Ava Zedeker, Julia Moore, Lauren Frericks, Layla Tritton, and Emma Gipple. Underneath, dribble drive by Moore, and she dishes it off to Emma Gipple for the layup. That's good by Gipple. And a Tremend- good, good tre- drive by Moore. Tremendous drive by, by, by Julia Moore. She went hard to her left side, as she always does, and that really caused Southeast Polk's defense to help, and then she finds Emma Gipple wide open underneath. Yeah, they went to collapse and double team on uh, Moore, and she found Gipple. Now underneath, a shot off the back iron, no good by Bartlett, the young lady you were talking about in the pregame. Ball loose on the baseline, that goes out of bounds, and they're going to give it to 
Southeast Polk. Our officials, a veteran crew, Dave Ritten. Dave Rittman, excuse me, is our lead referee. Todd Richards and William Dotson round out our officiating crew. Both teams playing man-to-man defense to start this uh, to start this game. I'm interested to see if maybe Southeast Polk goes to a zone defense to keep uh, Brooklyn Daly out of foul trouble. There's Daly for three, coming off a ball screen, off of inbounds pass, and Daly put Southeast Polk up by one. It's three to two Rams after Dowling scored the first basket of the contest. Dowling the other way. They go right to left towards the south basket. Here's Frerichs with it. Lauren on the right block looking for help. Finds Gipple. Her shot off the glass too strong. No good. Frerichs tips the ball out of bounds. It'll be Ram basketball. Dowling's running their motion offense, hitting the hitting the, uh, the, the, the penetration lanes hard, trying to get Southeast Polk to help defense to find the wing players for their shots. Now here's a steal by Moore in the backcourt as Dowling went man-to-man. Her shot off the glass good. Julia Moore with already a, an assist now with the basket and Dowling up one, four to three. Off off the uh, full-court trap press that Dowling came out with that we haven't seen a ton of and uh, certainly caught Southeast Polk off guard. Yeah, you have to extend your playbook when you play teams twice and now Daly underneath and a little touch pass but while she did the touch pass, Zedeker picks up the foul for Dowling Catholic and that'll be Ava's first foul. 5.54 remaining first quarter underway here at the Dowling Gym. It's Dowling Catholic 4, Southeast Polk 3 in this girls' contest. Glad you could join us on a Friday night. Now we've got a five-second call on the Rams as Daly couldn't get the ball in. Southeast Polk just got stuck on their initial uh, out-of-bounds play. They all ran their motion uh, to get to their spots, and nothing was open, and everybody just stopped running. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio is brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Construction Professionals and Dental Associates. And a reminder, you can stay connected to Iowa Catholic Radio through our newsletter. You can sign up at iowacatholicradio.com. And our studio producer tonight is Jennifer Phelps. Alongside Jimmy Cattell and Mark Hamadale. 30-second timeout called by Southeast Pole. Could be Dowling basketball. And the Rams just a little bit out of sync. I don't know if they didn't expect Dowling to do what they did. The, the trap that you mentioned after a made basket. Uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of these teams get so immersed in the film and mm-hmm. habits, and they expect you to do that. And the Maroons uh, threw them a little different wrinkle, Jim. It, it's, it's a great point you made that uh, second time you play teams, you got to show them something they haven't seen and have, something that they're not used to. And certainly on the game, you can get some good uh, turnovers out of that. Here's a quick hitter for uh, Zedeker. Her shot's no good. Frerich saves it on the baseline, but right into the hands of Southeast Polk and Bartlett. Now down court, Bartlett with it and gives it to Mitchell for three. Top of the key, it's no good. And Emma Gipple wins the rebounding battle. Outlet pass to Moore. Julie in the lane, her shot up and too strong. Tip no good, and a rebound comes out to Bartlett and Southeast Polk. What a flurry there. Hard drive by Julia Moore. Just got a little out of control there. Hard contested, just a little strong on her layup. Dowling drops back to man-to-man. Southeast Polk left to right towards the north basket. Now Ferris with the steal and a foul on the steal on Daly. Tremendous yeah. job by Lauren Frerichs, you know, jumping the passing lane, and she had a wide-open uh, a break, and Brooklyn Daly just kind of fell into her legs, and everything just went down from there. Fouls on Daly, her first. First team foul on Southeast Polk. Dowling has one also. That's on Zedeker, so both teams with a foul each as we approach the five-minute mark here in the first quarter. Dowling four, Southeast Polk three here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Maroons will inbound the ball. Moore throws it in right in front of the Southeast Polk bench. Gets it to Zedeker. The Rams stay man-to-man. Here's Frerichs coming off a ball screen. Dribbles the right side, down the lane, right side, cut off, triple team. Leaves it for more. Julia, swing pass over in the corner to Tritton. Lobs it underneath to Gipple on the left block. Goes around Daly. 
Lisa for Zedeker. Three on the way. Up. Good. Ava Zedeker. Now, usually she doesn't warm up Jimmy till the second through fourth quarter. Tonight, she's hit it in the first quarter. That's so true, but it's just, you know, such a rhythm shot by Ava. And those have been just going in for her the last few games. And it's nice to see her get off to a hot start. Four-point Dowling lead. And now a long three by Daly. No good right in front of the Dowling bench. Rebound comes out to the Maroons. And now Zedeker down the lane. An off-balance shot. No good. Gipple with the offensive rebound, and she loses it out of bounds. It'll be Southeast Polk basketball. Well, one thing you can be certain of, Zedeker's going to shoot. So will Heller when she gets in. And Gipple, now you had it for 20-some rebound. rebounds last time. She had 18. And she had 18. I saw the same thing yeah. you saw. Uh-huh. I was so close. I don't know where I lost it. And now we got traveling on uh, Daly, and hopefully she's all right. She may have tweaked her ankle as she got on the right block, and Tried to pivot. Great defense that time. Was that Gipple or Frerichs that helped out? It looked, it looked to be Frerichs, but what you're seeing out of Southeast Polk early in the game is Brooklyn Daly's just trying to do a lot, uh, doing too much for this offensively when she's got a lot of talented girls around her. Try to find that open girl uh, on, on as Dowling is, is double-teaming Brooklyn Daly. Certainly they're there. Rams go to a 2-3 zone here, Jimmy. First time tonight. Gipple with it over in the corner. Tritton for three, and or rather Frerichs for three in the left corner. It's no good. Tritton re... Tries to get the rebound, and it goes out of bounds in front of the Dowling stands on the far side. Certainly something you I expected to see out of, out of Southeast Polk is get them into a 2-3 zone. You know, stop stop the, the, the dribble penetration that Dowling has done so well over the last, you know, several games and, and try to force them to be a perimeter shooting team, which they just have not been great. Uh, certainly have, have hit streaks, but that's what we're seeing right now. All right, Ashlyn Williams set the check in for Southeast Polk, and now the Maroons with the steal, and Julia Moore... Steals away from Anna Van Kooten, who checked in, 5'8 sophomore, in for Southeast Polk. And now coming out of the game will be Stella Charleston, replaced by the aforementioned Ashlyn Williams. Rams will throw it in, and this will be Zoe Hines throwing it in, 5'4 freshman. She is the effective field goal percentage leader for Southeast Polk. Long and three is it. up and good. We just saw it. Zoe Hines with her first three. Came off of an inbounds play, set up a, a screen to get her wide open in the wing, and without hesitation, she she, she shoots the perimeter three and hits it. Uh, Rams in a 2-3 zone. Dowling playing catch in the perimeter. Here's Zedeker left wing to Gipple, left elbow. Power th- uh, drives through the lane. Her shot up and good. A power move right through the middle of the lane and shot it from the right side. They get the ball down court to Southeast Polk. A shot up no good by Daly. Blocked by Gipple in the rebound, Dowling. And here is Zedeker flying in the front court. For more, Julia, head fake, leaves it for Gipple underneath, and a power shot off the glass, too strong, no good with the left hand. Rebound, Southeast Polk. What a flurry we just saw there. Up and down, I, you know, everybody's getting their shots right now. It's just Dowling's just doing a great job defending the post, and so is Southeast Polk. 9-6, Dowling by three. The Maroons have led by as many as four. Here's Daly for three, it's no good. Ball tipped by Bartlett, and she tips it out of bounds. It'll be Dowling basketball. And we'll have a substitution in for the... Rams, number 34, Eva Solsif, checks back in, and she'll replace Anna Van Kooten. It'll be very interesting to see how the officiating transpires throughout the game because there certainly is a lot of pushing off going on, a lot of body going on. Are they going to continue to call this a looser game, or are they going to tighten down? The answer is yes. (laughs) (laughs) Veteran crew, they let them play a little bit, unlike we've uh, seen. You just got to adjust. Kids know that. Parents may not, but we, right. we understand it. 
All right, here's Dowling with the ball. Tritton on the right wing. Dribbles in. Now kicks it out to Zedeker, top of the key. Now to Moore. Julia for three. Up good. Boy, has she been feeling it this week. Tremendous Julia hit Moore. by Julia Moore. Uh, just in sync uh, shot by her. No hesitation and drains it, and that's good to see out of Julia Moore early in the game. 12-6 Dowling. Moore's fifth point and her third, first three of the night. Here's a long three. It's no good by Bartlett, and a rebound out to Dowling. Zedeker in the front court. They work the left side. Here's Ferricks with it. Back to Zedeker. Ava now gives it to Gipple underneath the first layup. Good. What a diagonal, nice diagonal pass by Emma Gipple. Super job by Dowling. Throw the high post on a 2-3 zone. They're throwing the high post to Julia, or excuse me, uh, Emma Gipple, and then they find uh, uh, Lauren Frerichs on the box or, or on the on the block for an open layup. 14-6 Dowling. Largest lead for Dowling is eight. And now a long three. It's up and no good by Solseth. And the rebound out to Dowling. Here's Frerich. Here is a Zedeker again in the front court to Moore. A head fake in the lane. A shot up and it rolls off the rim. No good. Rebound out to Southeast Polk and Alyssa Bartlett. Down court to Daly. Beautiful pass. Her shot's no good. Gets her own rebound and a foul on Dowling. They'll be on Ferrix. With 54 seconds remaining here in the first quarter, Dowling by eight and free throws coming. And, excuse me, Jimmy, Lauren Ferrix with her first foul, second team foul on Dowling. It's just such a high-tempo, high-paced game right now. It's, it's hard to see the stats going on. But uh, they're finding uh, Brooklyn Daly at the, in, in, on the fast break, and, and she's, she's getting her shots, getting her rebounds. And Daly's first free throw is good. Brooklyn with her fourth point of the night. She's got one three-point field goal and now one for one at the free throw line. Tonight's game. Here in the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, brought to you in part by Mercy One, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Scaffolding's Formal Wear. Tell the guy behind you that I am not doing softball till <laughs> April. Been on me to agree. Reinhardt guy. Second free throw good by Daly. Got an interesting group of people around us. They all just kind of just this. Reinhardt started uh, Chido getting around us. And, and the baseball coaches. Oh baseball my coaches and. Oh, my goodness. Marin Heller is, is now in the game uh, for, uh, for uh, uh, Tritton. That was the last. That was the first substitute by Dowling was Heller. Maroons haven't went too much to their bench. Heller and Olsen got in on Tuesday night against Joaquin Northwest. Macy Dowling did not, Downing did not get in another guard. And the Rams in a 2-3 zone here with 30 seconds remaining. Dowling up 6, 14-8. Maroons have led by as many as 8. Here's Ferricks, high-low. They try to get underneath to... Gipple, and it's tipped out of bounds by Southeast Polk. That ball didn't have enough arc on it, I don't think. I think that's, that's what Emma Gipple's saying, that she had position uh, on her girl down the lower block, and nice little touch pass over the defenders is an easy layup for Emma Gipple, and she's communicating that to uh, uh, to Lauren Frericks. Uh, certainly it's a pass that, that's going to be there. They continue to stay in this 2-3 zone. All right, Morrow throw it in for Dowling underneath their own basket. Gets to Gipple, left wing, three-point line extended. She dribbles in, guarded by Solseth. Now kicks it back out to Moore. 15 seconds remaining. Gipple with it on the right block. Turns, face the basket, shot the left hand. Good off the glass, right around Solseth. Strong move by uh, Emma Gipple on the lower block. Uh, went up and under. Strong left hand. This time Maroons prevent that long pass. Now a half-court shot at the horn is off the glass. Good by Julia Moore. That was close. And we have come to the end of the first quarter with the score. Dowling Catholic 16 and Southeast Polk 8. Here in a battle of top 11 teams in the Class 5A girls class. And we'll take a break. 
with Dowling leading 16-8 at the end of the first quarter from the Dowling Gym alongside Jimmy Cattato and Mark Amadeo. Jennifer Phelps is our studio producer back in one minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling. Since 1999, Golden Rule Heating and Cooling has been supporting customers with their rules to live by. Respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service. GoldenRulePHC.com And back here at the Dowling Gym, underway here in the second quarter. And it's Dowling Catholic 16, Southeast Polk 8 here in this girls' Top 11 matchup, Dowling ranked 5th, Southeast Polk ranked 11th, and now the Rams with the basketball first. A shot in the lane, no good by Bartlett from the right side. Bodies hit the deck, going for the loose ball, and this will be a loose ball foul called on Dowling and Julia Moore. That'll be her first foul, 13 foul on Dowling, and that'll get Lauren Frerichs up off the bench as she started the quarter on the bench. Marin Heller will check out. So the Rams back to their starting five. Zedeker, Moore, Tritton, along with Gipple and Frerichs. Southeast Polk with the basketball and a whistle, and they get the ball underneath and a foul on Dowling. Moons get two quick fouls as Solsif got inside. The foul will be on Gipple, her first. Just hard, hard drive uh, on, on, on Emma Gipple, and, and she didn't, uh, uh, she didn't uh, have that position on there and tries to go for the block and gets, gets the arm. Solsif. It's the first free throw. It's 16-9. Our score, second one on the way, is up and good. Jimmy, you got to look at some of the quick numbers from the first quarter. Dowling, uh, 4 of 11 in the first quarter for 36%. Uh, 2 of 5 from 3 for 40%. Southeast Polk goes 0 for 5 uh, from the field, but hits 2 out of 6 uh, on their threes. Uh, what you saw was Charleston didn't get any any threes, which is defensive effort by by uh, Lauren Frerichs uh, right now. All right, Zedeker gets loose in the lane for Dowling, and a shot, a little teardrop shot right down the middle of the lane. It's good. It's 18 to 10, Dowling by eight. Runes have equaled their largest lead. Now they got a ball screen for Charleston, and they can't navigate through that, so Bartlett will take it. The right elbow guarded by Moore. Can't get a shot off. Now nearly a five-second call. Leaves it for uh, Solsev. Now a long three. Missed everything by Charleston. No good, but saved by Mitchell from going out of bounds by the Rams. Right in the hands of Zedeker. And Ava down court, leaves in the corner, and here's Tritton for three. It's off the uh, back iron, no good, and a rebound daily, and Southeast Polk, quite the flurry there. It, you, you can see the comfort level that Bartlett's having. She's playing with so much more confidence. Just not getting anything to go down for her, but she's certainly playing much much more confident than she did the first game. A little diagonal cut by Trace, by Daly, and uh, Brooklyn goes from the left elbow down to the right block, and Pass is deflected, but out of bounds off of Dowling. They're saying a foul on Dowling as uh, Daly quickly had a touch shot and couldn't get it to go. That gets to be number two on, on Ava Zedeker, and you wonder 
what, what uh, Coach Meyer will do with her throughout this very long second quarter. Still six minutes and 30, uh, uh, 36 seconds to go. Uh, are they going to keep uh, Ava into the game? And for what extent? Right now they're going to keep her in the game. Daly with six points, make it seven as she hits both free throws. She's four for four tonight at the line, 18 to 12. Dowling with the lead, six and a half minutes remaining. Here in the second quarter, alongside Jimmy Cataldo, I'm Mark Amadale. And glad you could join us. Friday night, girls and boys basketball. The upper bleachers starting to get full as the Dowling DCBC girls feeder teams in the Dowling system. The fifth, sixth, and seventh graders will be introduced at halftime of the girls' game. And now here's Zedeker down the lane. Her shot up and good. The whistle and a foul on Mitchell. The basket will count. So strong. So strong of a, of a, of a move by Ava. You know, she certainly had uh, – had J.C. Mitchell on her arm, uh, but her strength continued up with the ball and, and puts in a really, really strong strong layup for an seven, and one. Yeah, seven points now for Zedeker. First foul on Mitchell. Mitchell, the 5'5 uh, five, five junior, and Zedeker's free throw is good. So Ava tonight with eight points, 81% free throw shooter on the year. It's 21-12 Dowling. Maroons now have their largest lead of nine. Zedeker will come out with two fouls. And checking in, well, the Ellie Olson for the first time tonight. So we've seen Heller in there once. She's back in there, by the way. And Ellie Olson checks in. So the freshmen off the bench come in. Let's see what kind of role they play here with Dowling by nine. Dribble weave run by Southeast Polk on the perimeter. And they get it to this left wing to Mitchell. The ball poked away by Gipple, and they got a jump ball called, and it'll be Dowling basketball. Great defensive effort. What you're seeing is, is Layla Tritton face-guarding uh, Charleston throughout the sets, and she's been doing that the last few times up. Certainly <laughs> becomes very frustrating for a shooter to be face-guarded throughout the entire offensive set. Steam blocks here, so be careful. <laughs> Everybody wants my job. Everybody does. They're all aud- auditioning as uh, Zedeker and Frerichs are on the bench now for Dowling with Heller. And Olsen in the lineup, and now Moore takes it down the lane. Can't get a shot off. Kicks it over to Heller in the corner, and Dowling will restart. Now they work the left wing. Here's Gipple with it. Three-point line extended. Looking, looking. Rolls the right side. Reverses dribble. Leaves it for Olsen. Layup. Good! How about that move by the senior, Emma Gipple? Left it for the freshman, and now a steal by Dowling, and here's Heller. Underneath the Gipple, and now we've got a jump ball called as Gipple was tied up. What a move by that last possession. You always say, you know, do you make your team better when you're on the court? And certainly Emma Gipple makes other people better because of the opportunities she gives. She has a great move uh, in the middle of the lane. Uh, as they collapse, she found Ellie Olson, somebody who who's not shooting a ton, finds Ellie Olson wide open for a layup. And it's 23-12, Dowling by 11, their largest lead of the night. Southeast Polk wins the uh, jump ball. Hines for three, it's no good. Ball slapped around right into the hands of Van Kooten. She can't get the shot to fall. Rebound, Heller. And Marin will dribble across the timeline with Dowling with the basketball right to left towards the south basket here at the Dowling Gym. Place getting filled up on a Friday night. Here's Moore for three in the left corner. Missed everything. Daly with the rebound on the weak side. And the Rams will dribble in the front court. Their point guard is Alyssa Bartlett. Dribbles against Heller. 23-12 Dowling. Long three up. No good. That was Daly with the miss. And the rebound Dowling. And Heller. Heller's done such a great job, you know, controlling the game when she's in there as the point guard. And certainly with Ava Zedeker on the on the bench, seeing her take the point is a good thing. 
Kippel may have gotten away with the travel. She was double teamed, but got rid of it just in time. Emma with it, double teamed again, leaves it for Heller. Now in the corner goes to Moore. Julia for three, up good. She missed from there earlier. Next possession drains the three, her second of the night. We've talked about how, how much more confident she's been throughout their junior year. Uh, her first, her last shot down the, was probably three feet over the back, over the, the rim. This time she steps up and hits it. Dowling 26, Southeast Polk 12. We're going to take a one-minute break here from the Dowling Gym alongside Jimmy Cataldo, Mark Amadale. It's Dowling 26, Southeast Polk 12 with four minutes remaining in the second quarter. Back in one minute on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. How many times have you heard it said that the church has been weak and ineffective? Well, G.K. Chesterton says the church has been so powerful and effective that it colored even the things it had not hoped to influence and changed its enemies as well as its friends. It affects everything it touches. It inspires a life-changing love from its friends and a self-destructive hatred from its enemies. Its enemies will do everything to destroy it, and they end up destroying everything except the church. The Catholic Church, says Chesterton, has endured for 2,000 years, and the world within the church has been more lucid, more level-headed, more reasonable in its hopes, more healthy in its instincts, more humorous and cheerful in the face of fate and death than all the world outside. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org. Hey, we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Southeast Polk out of the timeout. They get inside, and uh, Brooklyn Daly has the ball stripped away. Dowling with the ball. Moore has it in the front court. Julia down the lane, and she loses it out of bounds. It'll be Dowling or be Southeast Polk basketball. Dowling 26, Southeast Polk 12 here in this girls' contest. And Southeast Polk without a field goal here in the second quarter, uh, Jimmy. They're 4 for 4 at the free throw line. Amazing. They haven't had a field goal the entire game because uh, they were 0 for 5 in the first quarter. Uh, but you know, on from, that offensive from two point range, they're, they've made two threes tonight. That's it, right? Yeah, and that's threes. it. <laughs> so it's been feast or famine. Now a long three by the Rams, no good by Charleston. Rebound Dowling. Frericks with the rebound gives it to Zedeker, who's back in playing with two fouls for the Maroons. The final three minutes and twenty seconds of the uh, second quarter. At halftime, we'll catch up with Clay Fieldking, the Dowling boys basketball coach. See if the Maroons can come off the snide. These two teams on the boys' side played double overtime last month. Rematch tonight. Here's Zedeker with it. We're approaching the three-minute mark. Zedeker down the lane. Rams go back to man-to-man. Her shot up. Good. She launched it right over Anna Van Kooten. Just a talented shot. Uh, tough up and under uh, from five feet for Ava Zedeker. And, and uh, just such a great, just a great veteran shot. Ten points for uh, Zedeker, a veteran. She's a freshman, but she's playing like a veteran. Dowling with the ball after a missed shot by a Southeast Polk. Here's Moore for three. Top of the key. It rims out no good. And the rebound out to Zoe Hines and the Rams. Southeast Polk running. They lob it inside to Daly. She did a nice job getting her feet set. Her shot too strong off the glass. Somebody altered that shot. Rebound Dowling. They're contesting every shot in the lane. Uh, and, and it's making it so difficult for Southeast Polk, which you would think is an easy shot. But the Maroons tonight are playing so hard in the paint. And that's just causing a lot of problems for Southeast Polk. Two minutes and ten seconds remaining here in the second quarter. Dowling 28, Southeast Polk 12. Runs with a 16-point lead, their largest of the night. All right, here's Ferris with it down the right elbow. She's double teamed by Daly, and Daly knocks it out of bounds. Great hustle by Brooklyn. 
And she gets up slow. She's hit the deck a few times tonight, not only on the offensive end, but also the defensive end. She's going to feel it tomorrow morning. You watch you watch <laughs> Coach Daly and, and, and see how composed she is tonight. But it's it's just probably crawling in her as, as, as much of a competitor as she is. Uh, right now it has to be so frustrating for her. Well, Coach Daly, uh, offensive foul on Dowling on a loose ball. They're going to get Lauren Frerichs for the push off. So it'll be Southeast Polk basketball. Well, they're going to get, I'm sorry, Layla Tritton yep. for the push-off. And that'll be her first foul. Team foul number six on Dowling, two on Southeast Polk with a minute 50 remaining here in the second quarter. Yet Coach Daly, just chew that gum. She's chewing on that gum, but if it wasn't, she'd be chewing her lip or teeth because <laughs> she is gritting it out. She knows her team is, she's an offensive coach, and she knows they can play that way. And now underneath, layup good by Alyssa Bartlett, her first points. First field goal tonight for Southeast Polk with a minute 30 in the in the half. First two point. First field goal. two right. Yeah, so they got and, uh, two threes on the night. And uh, it's it just just really frustrating. But Alyssa Bartlett's a girl that that can really get this thing rolling if if her shots start going down. 28-14, Dowling with the lead. Now here's Frerichs for three. It rolls in and out, no good. Is that a familiar score? 28-14. That's a football score. Maroons with the lead. Minute 10 remaining. Rams with it. Bartlett. Top of the key guarded by Moore. She'll step back and launch a three. It's good. Alyssa Bartlett, her fifth point of the night on back-to-back uh, -back buckets. One was a two, and this one's a three. And the Rams cut the Dowling lead to 11 after Dowling had a 16-point lead. 50 seconds remaining here in the half. Now here's Tritton with it. Nearly lost it as it was uh, passes broken up by Bartlett. Dowling running their little weave. Underneath, here's Gipple. Or rather, uh, here's Olsen. Spins, whirls, can't get a shot off. And Dowling will reset with 40 seconds left. we got a pushing foul on Southeast Polk. So the Rams guilty of the foul. Let's see who they whistled on. They'll be on Alyssa Bartlett, her first. Our officials tonight, Dave Rittman, Todd Richards, and William Dotson. And now Heller will check in for Frerichs. Olsen will check out. And Zedeker will inbound the ball for Dowling. They get it to Gipple who's guarded by Van Kooten, works underneath her shot up and no good, and Van Kooten draws the foul. And that's kind of a mismatch. Van Kooten, a 5'8 sophomore, guarding the center of Dowling. And that's what that's what I think Dowling recognized. They were going to just hold up for one last shot with 30 seconds left, up up 11, and uh, but they saw the mismatch underneath. And McGipple went up strong and drew the foul. Gipple with the free throw line, hits the first free throw. She now has seven points tonight. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Dental Associates, Construction Professionals, and Ashworth Vision Clinic. Good substitution by Dowling, uh, getting Ava Zedeker out of the game with two second or with two fouls, bringing in uh, Macy Dowling for the first time. Second free throw, no good by Gipple. Rebound out to Southeast Polk. Rams with it. Here's Bartlett. In the corner it goes to uh, Van Kooten. Goes underneath the basket. Leaves it for Hines, and she travels with the basketball. And Dowling will have the ball. A little offense-defense substitutions here by Coach Meyer and uh, by Coach Danner. So 29-17, Dowling by 12, 20 seconds remaining. Full court pressure by the Rams. And Dowling will throw it in three-quarter court in front of their own student body. Moore with it to Frerichs. Frerichs dribbles off of uh, the foot of Hines, and we've got a jump ball, and possession will be Dowling with 15 seconds left. Good job by the official, Ripman, uh, jumping in there, getting the jump ball. Started to get tangled up, and certainly safety came out of it uh, first and, and, and called the jump ball early. One of the veteran officials, not only in football, but in basketball, does a great job. His daughter played at Ankeny, a tremendous volleyball player for Ankeny and for uh, 
Grandview University, and here he is. Out here on a Friday night in a full house. Dave wouldn't have it any other way. Dowling with the ball. Five seconds. Here's Gipple down the right block. Spins with the left hand. Shot too strong. No good. Rebound Bartlett. And we go to halftime with Dowling Catholic leading Southeast Polk 29-17 as the Maroons hold the Rams to two second quarter field goals, a two-pointer and a three-pointer. And they were both by Bartlett as uh, Dowling goes in with a 12-point lead here at halftime over 11th-ranked Southeast Polk, Jimmy. It, it's a tremendous defensive effort. And, again, it, it, it's so redundant to say, but that's what the, the Maroons have been doing all year is their defensive effort has caused tremendous frustration uh, out of Brooklyn Daly. And it was one of the keys that we talked about is Brooklyn Daly has to come out and, and have a good offensive performance. But she's certainly been frustrated from, uh, from the get-go. But tremendous job defensively in the paint uh, as the Maroons have been doing uh, throughout this game. All right, we'll take a break, and we'll total up the first half numbers. Uh, Dowling Dance Team will perform here at halftime. They'll also recognize the Dowling Girls Basketball Feeder Program, DCBC, at halftime. So we've got a halftime that's packed. We'll also have Clay Thielking, the Dowling Boys basketball coach, will join us. And we'll take a break. A halftime score here at the Dowling Gym. It's Dowling 29, Southeast Polk 17, along with Jim, alongside Jimmy Cataldo. I'm Mark Amadale, and we'll be back with more halftime from the Dowling Gym here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment, whether it's in the classroom or at home. Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, And we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org slash schools. This is Matt Wilkham, Executive Director for Iowa Catholic Radio. Are you excited about what Iowa Catholic Radio is doing to help connect listeners to Christ? Iowa Catholic Radio is currently seeking an underwriting account manager to join our team. This is a full-time opportunity based at our network studios in West Des Moines with some travel required. If you're interested in being a point of contact between the Catholic community and businesses that wish to partner with us, click on our website banner link for a full job description. Then email me, matt, at iowacatholicradio.com. Hey, we're back here at the Dowling Catholic High School Gymnasium, halftime of the girls' contest. And it's Dowling 29, Southeast Polk 17. Place starting to fill up. Everybody getting their places for the boys' contest. We're joined by the Dowling boys basketball coach, Clay Field King, in his first year. And coach, Friday night, place starting to fill up. Kids were over there. I was kind of razzing before the game of what they were listening to and trying to identify which Stewart kid it was. I was talking to Ben or Charlie, but... Get your team all ready. I said, are you guys ready to go tonight? And what an effort they had Tuesday night. Hopefully that will transition here. But uh, tall task. A team you played earlier, Southeast Polk Dowling rematch in the boys' game. You lost to them right before Christmas in double overtime. Frustrating. But uh, to their credit, they had the lead. They gave it up in the fourth quarter. They came back, got it tied, and then you lose in two overtimes. And that's the kind of effort your team has uh, had this year, uh, Coach. And thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, yeah, that first round, uh, it was a tough loss for our guys right before break. We had to sit on that one for about a week and a half to two weeks. And um, I think both teams have changed a lot since then. I think there's been a lot of improvement. We've talked about our 
inexperience and youth, and they've got a lot of young guys, too, that have, have come a long way in those few weeks uh, since our first meeting. So uh, it'll be a good game. Um, I thought the other night was probably our most complete effort of the season, and so I think the challenge for our guys right now is to to carry that forward and, and um, you know, and do it again and finish the job. And so we'll see, we'll see if that happens tonight. Yeah, tough task. You know, Southeast Polk, you know, they've been on kind of a streaky side. They've, uh, you know, they've gotten caught in some games where uh, they've had the lead and kind of like uh, a page out of the Dowling book this year uh, and lost the lead. And they've lost five of their last six games, but their lone win was uh, over a top ten team in Johnson at Johnson about ten days ago. So, you know, they're ones that, you know, are up and down. I know they're not going to have Caden Proctor with in their lineup tonight. Uh, he's out with a knee injury, and hopefully that'll heal. He's a tremendous football player, does a good job in the basketball team. But, yeah, they've kind of played like that. But you look back, and I'm sure you watch film on them. What kind of a team have they uh, been since they played you back in December? They're really good. I think if you look at their record, it's really misleading. Um, and I honestly would – say the same about us I think we're really similar in that regard we've both lost some close games we've been in some tight ones and we've let them slip away um, they kind of have that signature win at Johnston that they really um, kind of let it start to finish it was close but that was no fluke I mean they're they're capable they're good they got the Edwards kid that can that can carry them single-handedly and um, so they're dangerous you know and I think the other night they did have a lead against Roosevelt and Roosevelt got a, you know, had to run its high school basketball. Roosevelt made a run, and Southeast Polk went a little bit cold, and it is what it is. We've been on, on that side of things as well. So I, they remind me a, a lot about our team in that um, there's just a, f- a fine line between winning and losing, and they've been on the short end a little bit more. You know, we, we talked about this, uh, you know, the last game against Waukee Northwest when we had you at halftime, and but that, you know, your team seems to be in every game you've been in, and, 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 just like it, it was uh, against Northwest uh, the other night, you know, you're right in it. First quarter, second quarter, third quarter, and things get away from you. And the, the frustration, we talked about that. But, uh, you know, right right now, as you start playing these teams again, it has to be refreshing to say, look, you know, we played with any team in the Central Iowa. We, we played this team. We were, we were beating this team. We just now have to learn to finish. So you now are looking for your senior leaders to understand that, hey, your last basketball or your, your last uh, high school basketball is coming to an end early, so we hope to see you guys step up. So talk about some of your leader, senior leadership, Carson Brown, Charlie Stewart, Jalen Pettis, just to name a few, uh, and how they've been throughout this adversity. They've been great. You know, they, they, they work hard. It's a quiet group, you know. Um, that's not all bad, but uh, at times you'd like to see some more vocal leadership from some of those guys, but that's just really not how they're built. But um, those seniors have been great. Um, I, I do think, and we talked about this the other day, it comes down to our daily practice habits. And, you know, since that um, disaster at Valley a couple weeks ago, I think that was a little bit of a wake-up call for everybody. And, honestly, the guys have changed since then. Uh, you know, even after that Northwest game the other night, which was a tough one, the last two days have been really good. They've been they've been locked in. They've been focused and, and had good energy. And I'm confident it'll carry over again to tonight's game. But um, it's a collective effort. But yeah, you're right. Those seniors are running out of time. We talked uh, after practice yesterday about how it's going to be over before you know it, and um, just you know not live with regrets, leave it all on the court, and whatever happens, happens. So we, we, we've talked about in the past that you know people start getting film on you and to start seeing what your team does well and and where your team struggles. And 
you saw Drew Morrow being able to really take the ball to the basket uh, a lot early in the season. Now he's starting to get contested a lot, so it's forcing him to be on the arc more. So some other guys are starting to have to step up as Drew's being pushed away from the basket a little bit. You know, certainly young guys, and, and, and you know, we talked about your seniors, but the young guys who are stepping up, as, as in Drew Morrow. But also, you know, you're getting you know, good minutes out of Joey Capola off the bench. You're getting good minutes out of Jack Odie and, and uh, even Davis Sheck lately. And, and Colin Clark's defense have been, has been uh, uh, some fresh, uh, fresh air as he comes into the game to help out on the defensive side. Yeah, those guys are huge. You're right. Colin's a defensive weapon for us. We'll, you'll probably see him tonight on Edwards a little bit. Um, yeah, Joey and Davis and Jack have, have been giving us really good minutes. And I think, one, you know, the other night um, on the interior, you know, they're seniors, but Mata and Jalen, I think, contributed a lot offensively. And, and we're still developing there. Uh, but you're right, we're so well scouted. we got to keep adding. And really, at the end of the day, it comes down to taking care of the ball, making the right decisions, and getting the kind of shots that we want. Um, and our guys are learning. They get sped up a little bit, but they're learning to be patient and, and kind of take what the defense gives them instead of forcing the first one they see. So it, it's a work in progress, but you're right. That second time around, things are things are a lot different. Um, but our guys will respond to that. Yeah, the Rams have uh, had our number here. They've won, uh, what, the last four in a row and four of the last five meetings and had them on the ropes at their place. And, Coach, you look at your team, and there's been games where you started slow, came from behind, and then finished the fourth quarter. And there are games, I think there's more of them now, that you've had the lead going into the fourth quarter and lost the lead, came back, but then in some, in some instances, but in other instances, lost it. So that's the thing, the consistency, the mindset of playing the game of basketball. That, I, I think, is a, a process. And this is a group that doesn't have but maybe 10 minutes of varsity four time from a year ago. And I say that we're over playing over 10 games right now, but that's got to be part of the frustration. And they're learning. I, I love their effort every time they're out there, but sometimes it just doesn't. It's basketball. It doesn't The ball doesn't go in the hoop. Yeah, yeah, that's what it comes down to most nights. And honestly, when Northwest made their run the other night, we had four. We had three really good looks from the three-point line, and, and Jalen had about a four-footer that he shot three feet. Um, and when the ball doesn't go in the hole, it just magnifies every other mistake you're making. It, you're right. It, it's it's uh, it's about making buckets, and our guys are trying. Our guys are trying, and uh, that's all we can ask. All right. Well, best of luck here tonight. Appreciate you stopping up. Thanks, and of guys. course, you got your youth, uh, the uh, yeah. the MAC program being introduced at halftime. Davini's supposed to have the script for us, and he hasn't shown up yet. So there, there you go. You got that. But we'll recognize those kids uh, at halftime of your game. Thanks, guys. All right, Clay Fielking, our guest here at halftime. Dowling girls leading 29-17 at halftime. Back in one minute for the start of the third quarter here on Iowa Catholic Radio. 60 Seconds with Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, and neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. That is why those who share that spirit understand one another so readily. To try to teach people about Christ and the mysteries of our holy faith is almost like trying to teach a blind man color, unless those people are ready to receive the spirit of Christ himself. Now converts who take instruction come to know that Jesus is our Lord. Where do they learn it? From the spirit. The Holy Spirit woos the soul, draws it to a closer fellowship, to more intimate union, becomes our sanctifier, just as the Father is our creator and the Son is our redeemer. The people you know and trust, 
are on EWTN. Listener-supported Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, KWKY, Des Moines, 94.5 FM, K233BT, Des Moines, 88.5 FM, KIHS, Adel, 90.9 FM, KLOX, Creston. And we're back at the uh, Dowling Gym as both teams now have exchanged baskets here as we're underway in the third quarter. It's 31-20 Dowling, but now in Southeast Polk goes to the basket and a whistle and a foul on Dowling. It'll be on Gipple, and Emma has committed her second foul, and the basket is good by Alyssa Bartlett, who now has all or five of her ten points here in the third quarter, Jimmy Cataldo. Uh, Alyssa Bartlett came out pretty hot. I, they found her in the opening possession for a corner three, uh, hit nothing but the net, and then Certainly took the ball hard to the basket, forcing them and Gipple to come over for help and drawing the foul. Southeast Polk outscoring Dowling 5-2 here in the third quarter as we're underway. It's 31-22. Dowling by nine. The Maroons' largest lead with 16 points in the first half. And now a long three by Frerichs off the back iron. No good. Gipple offensive rebo- rebound, and Maroons keep the possession alive as she out-hustled Solsett for the ball. Now Zedeker with it as the Maroons went to their starting five to start the Second half, and now here's Zedeker's shot. No good, and over in the back call on Gipple, and that'll be her third. Certainly not what you want to see uh, uh, for Emma Gipple uh, to get three fouls this early in the second half. Uh, but just one of the things that she does well, but it also is a judgment. She's just trying too hard and, and, and went over the back on the rebound. So Gipple will go to the bench, and the freshman will get some playing time. Ellie Olson in. Now steal by Moore. Her shot up and no good as Zedeker and Moore just caused havoc against the Ram guards. But the missed shot by Moore, now a rebound by Southeast Polk. They go right to left. The teams exchange baskets. And now Frerichs deflects the ball away on an inside pass to Daly. And now the ball tipped out of bounds in the backcourt. They say it went off south, or a foul in the backcourt on Southeast Polk. And that'll be on Alyssa Bartlett, her second. You always wonder what your team's going to do when one of your top players goes goes to the benches. Who steps up? And, and right now you're seeing the defensive emphasis uh, from, from Dowling stepping up uh, with Julia Moore doing a tremendous job on, on Bartlett being switched with that. And then uh, Layla Triton, uh, Triton, who's doing a great job face guarding Charleston throughout the night. All right, Frerich's pass is stolen away, and now Southeast Polk going the other way. And they're going to Keep the ball with Southeast Polk as Dowling hustles back to knock out of bounds. Maroons with three freshmen out there. Zedica, Tritton, the two starters, along with uh, Olsen off the bench. This is usually when an Ellie Olsen steps up and, and really contributes in that lower block uh, when Gipple's out. All right, here's a shot in the baseline. No good by Southeast Polk. A Solseth miss and a rebound out to Ellie Olsen, the freshman. 31-22 Dowling. Five and a half minutes remaining. Third quarter from the Dowling Gym. Packed house tonight. We have a lot of the youth. Now we've got an illegal screen called on the Maroons. They're going to get Tritton for the illegal screen. That'll be her second foul. So turnover against Dowling. That'll bring in the ball game. Zoe Hines for the Rams. So right now you have you have uh, Emma Gipple on the on the bench and and then uh, I thought uh, Zedek was on the bench, but with Emma Gipple on the bench, you're certainly seeing the other girls step into their roles. And, uh, and looking for the uh, Southeast Polk shooters. The Rams come in with a record of 7-6. and six. They're ranked 11th in Class 5A. Dowling's record is 12-1. and one. They're ranked 5th in Class 5A. Both teams battling for seedings in the postseason. Your ranking is your seeding. 
Now a nice little spin move in Atlanta. Shot up and no good. And a charging foul called on Brooklyn Daly as she and <laughs> Julia, Julia Moore, Moore hits it, it, the deck. I mean, I mean, what a tremendous defensive effort by Julia Moore. She came across the entire lane to get uh, to get position. So when Brooklyn uh, Daly did a reverse side layup, Julia Moore was standing there to take the charge. Just a tremendous defensive effort on, on that possession. Uh, Coach Daly just more, walking on the front of her bench just like, what do we have to do? Daly picks up her second foul on the oh, – here's Heller in, Marin Heller, on the baseline to Tritton. Bodies collide, and Tritton hits the deck out of bounds off of Southeast Polk, and everybody helps everybody else up. And hitting the deck that time was Solseth, and she's going to go out. She's shaken up as Van Kooten comes in off the bench for the Rams. My Coach Myers asking for a charge. Coach, or if you call him for a block, Coach Daly's asking for a charge. The official <laughs> swallowed his whistle and just called it out of bounds. Probably the better thing to do there. That's something I've seen you do in a uh, intramural game, I think. We'll have to talk about that backcourt play back in grade school uh, that you had <laughs> and that uh, took a lot of grief over. A little 10-second count. And now here's a slap, ball slapped away from Mitchell Solsif, or rather uh, Tritton, doing a nice job of defending. And now a bad pass by Mitchell, thrown in the backcourt. will be over and back against Southeast Polk. And this Dowling defense has just been devastating. Five, and, five and, turnovers for uh, Southeast Polk in this third quarter, and that's just kind of what they're doing. we got to get to the uh, quickly, if we can. Uh, what we got here? Out of bounds, Dowling. First half statistics. Go ahead. Uh, so uh, Dowling shooting the ball well uh, first half, uh, 8 of 16 for 50% from the field, uh, 1 of 5 from the three-point range for 30%. Uh, Southeast Polk just, just struggling from the field, 1 of 10 for 10% from the from the field, but uh, shot 3 of 11 for 27% from threes. Uh, certainly Dowling's uh, causing a lot of issues with the inside game of Southeast Polk. The Rams had to go to a zone at times during that first half. They're back to man-to-man. To start the uh, second half here, here's Moore underneath. Her shot up and good. She gets loose again, and they let her shoot. Julia Moore with her 10th point. Stepping up on the offensive side, Julia Moore. Just never know when these nights come, and Julia Moore's taking uh, taking advantage of it. Her floor game has been tremendous. And now Dowling forces a jump ball. They converge on Ashlyn Williams is in there. Possession arrow favors the Maroons, and Dowling will have it with 348 remaining. 33-22, the Maroons by 11. For Dowling in the first half, they were led by Ava Zedeker's 10 points. Julia Moore had 8 at halftime, has 10 now. Emma Gipple had 7 at halftime. She has 9 points now. She's on the bench with 3 fouls. Ellie Olson off the bench with 2 points. Dowling was 2 of 3 at the free throw line. Southeast Polk was seven for, or 6 for 6 at the free throw line. As Maroons running their 3-person leave. Weave, rather. Here's Heller with it in the corner to Zedeker for 3. Up, good! What a combination between the two freshmen there. Zedeker with 13 points, Jimmy. So natural. Dowling's just dribbling across the basket, across the lane. And uh, as Southeast Polk's overplaying them, they leave the uh, the corner 3 wide open, and, and Zedeker just nails it. Dowling by 14. Here is Hines for 3. Off the back iron, no good. Rebound Dowling and Moore, and a loose ball foul called on the Rams. I don't know if they're going to get Bartlett or Hines. They're going to get Bartlett. That's number three on Bartlett, and so you wonder what, what they're going to do uh, or Daly's going to do with her. She's leading your, your team in scoring with 10. Only the, 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 the true offensive threat right now Southeast, Southeast Polk has, uh, so you wonder if they're going to take her out to protect her fouls. All right, timeout on the floor. We'll keep it here. It's a 30-second break called by, time, uh, by Southeast Polk. 3.08 remaining, third quarter, Dowling 36, Southeast Polk 22 here in this top 11 girls uh, matchup. Let's take a look at scoring for Southeast Polk. 
Their leading score at halftime was Brooklyn Daly. She had seven points, only one field goal, as Jimmy mentioned the numbers there. A three-point field goal, but four for four at the free throw line was Daly. Five points for Alyssa Bartlett at halftime. She has ten now. She has all five of the Rams' points here in the third quarter. And then three points for Zoe Hines. She hit a three-pointer in the first quarter. And two points on a pair of free throws by Ava Solseth. And that's it as the Rams went six for six the free throw line. Dowling jumped out to a 16-8 first quarter lead. And the Maroons outscored Southeast Polk 13-9 in the second quarter. Dowling led 29-17 at halftime. And here in the third quarter, it's Dowling outscoring Southeast Polk 7-5. And the Maroons have the ball out of the Ram timeout. Three minutes remaining. Dowling running their weave. Here's Moore. Goes down to left side, looking for an opening. Backs in, shoots, and overshoots the basket. And a whistle and a foul on Southeast Polk as offensive rebound that time by Ellie Olson. So she's taking a page out of the Emma Gipple playbook who's sitting right in front of us on the bench. It's, it's when you have a young freshman to be able to, 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 to practice and play with, with uh, Emma Gipple, you start emulating a lot of things, and you see that out of Ellie Olson, knowing her role, and, and if she can become that type of player throughout her career, she's going to have a tremendous career here at Dowling. All right, Anna Van Kooten picks up the foul for Southeast Polk, 14 foul on the Rams. Dowling with three team fouls here in the second half, and now Julia Moore throws the ball away as, as she and Ellie Olson didn't get on the same page. And now a nice shot in the lane, good by Brooklyn Daly. She got loose on the right block. Strong, just backed uh, backed her girl into the back to Lauren Frerichs into, into the uh, into the lane. Just a really really strong move by Brooklyn Daly. Yeah, she's going to put this team on her back here before it's over. 36-24, Dowling by 12, 220 remaining. Here's Frerichs pull up jumper, good. Just on outside the right elbow, Lauren Frerichs, and um, for Lauren that is her fourth point. Dowling staying hot from the field. They're, they're, they're shooting above 50% right now, and that's that's a recipe for success when you're playing in the Central Iowa Metro League. And we got almost a line change coming in for Southeast Polk. Three subs coming in on the next dead ball. Emma Gipple returning with three fouls. Two minutes to play, and we have a whistle and a foul away from the action, and it'll be against Dowling Catholic. If that's on Zedeker, that'll be her third. Let's see if they put it. It's not. They're going to whistle on number Lauren 25, Frerichs. Lauren Frerichs. That's her second. So Frerichs with two fouls. Fourteen foul on Dowling. They join Southeast Polk with four fouls. Fourteen fouls, rather, here in the second half. Maroons will, rather, Rams will inbound the ball. And they throw it away. Daly's pass intercepted by Moore, and she's fouled in the backcourt. And I think they're going to get Daly for the foul. It's either she or Charleston. We'll see. And Charleston will be whistled for her first foul. How about I that? Think Julia I, Moore all over the place. She's, she's just uh, playing out of out of her mind, but she, she usually plays this way at home. Like she just feeds off this home crowd and uh, it just plays so much more aggressive. Packed house here at the Dowling Gym tonight. Upper bleachers starting to well, almost be full. Here's Zedeker for three. It's off the mark. No good. Rebound Dale, or rather Solseth and Southeast Polk. Rams running. They're in the front court. Charleston cut off. Leaves it for Solseth for three. Up off the rim. No good. Tipped by Heller. No good. Ball slapped around, and Southeast Polk regains possession. Here's Mitchell. She'll launch the three. It's off the rim. No good. And a whistle. And we got, what, a loose ball foul on Southeast Polk. Yep. So says our lead referee tonight, Dave Rittman. Southeast Polk has done one thing really well tonight, and that's kept Emma Gipple off off the offensive boards. Uh, You can see two girls blocking her out uh, about every shot. 
And the gal you were talking about in the pregame show uh, regarding Alyssa Bartlett, the 5'6 freshman, that was a foul number four on her. She goes to the bench, and the Rams really getting uh, some bench time here. 38-24, Dowling by 14. Minute 10 remaining here in the third quarter from the Dowling gym. It's Frerichs, Heller, Zedeker, Julia Moore, and Emma Gipple, the five on the floor for Dowling. We'll set the Ram lineup. Here's, oh, a nice reverse layup. Good by Heller. She had a nice little crossover there on the left wing. It's, it's just it's just amazing as, as 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 a father of girls to watch the play of of, of Marin Heller and, and just how smooth she is with the basketball, getting to the hoop. Just she's just just fearless right now, and that's that's a great thing to see. Here's a near steal by Moore, but she jumps back and Rams retain possession. This is Mitchell with it, dribbles the right side, now steps back, looking for an angle, can't find it. Daly guarded closely by Frerick. She can't get the ball right now. Now they work a backdoor cut to Mitchell. And a whistle and a foul on Dowling as the shot is blocked. And Mitchell goes down, and the Rams are going to have to earn at the line. Foul will be on Julia Moore, her second. She's figuring out a way to spread her fouls out, Jimmy, instead of being three or four fouls in the third quarter. That's only her second foul. We have 27 seconds left to go in the third. And, and it's hard <laughs> to do when, when you're asked to be the defensive stopper for your team uh, against, against uh, your opponent's best player to be able to stay out of foul trouble, and she's done a great job managing that. Free throw is good. As, uh, both free throws good by Mitchell. So she's two for two at the line. And it's 40-26 to 26 Dowling. Maroons with the basketball with 15 seconds remaining. Heller, they play that little three-person weave. Heller had Zedeker open, but they want to hold for the last shot. Ten seconds to play. Rams stay man-to-man. They're switching on every Dowling pick. Here's Frerichs. Dribbles outside the three-point line, and now more underneath. Underneath, a shot up, and in and out, no good at the horn. And we've come to the end of the third quarter with the score. Dowling, 40, and Southeast Polk, 26. Alongside Jimmy Cattattle and Mark Amadale, back with the fourth quarter here at the Dowling Gym after this timeout. And you're listening to Dowling Catholic Basketball on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Thought of the Day with Monsignor Frank Bagnano. Live today well. Remember, God only asks us to do one thing at a time, never two. It doesn't matter if the job is making a bed or delivering a commencement address at a graduation. We should strive to put our whole heart into what we're doing right now. Do it simply. Give it your best effort. Live in the present moment. We shouldn't try to solve more than one problem at a time. That habit of focus will significantly reduce the stress we bring upon ourselves. Yes, live in the now, in the present moment. Trust in God who is interested in you and loves you. Let God handle what only God can handle, the past and the future. One thing at a time, the present. That's the way to live. And that's today's Thought of the Day. Now we're back here at the Dowling Gym, underway here in the fourth quarter. Just about set to start the fourth quarter. Dave Rittman hands the ball to J.C. Mitchell for Southeast Polk. The Rams inbound the ball, going right to left towards the south basket here in the fourth quarter. 40-26, to Dowling. And Southeast Polk now making their way towards a comeback, and it's going to go into the hands of David. Now Heller strips the ball away on that dribble weave, and she'll go all the way down and score. Marin Heller with the steal and basket, and Dowling extends its lead to 16, 42, 26, Jimmy. 
It's just uh, type of guard play you're getting from Marin Heller up, up at the, up at the, the point and uh, overplaying the passing lane. Tremendous job on the steal and finish. Four points for Heller off the bench for the Maroons all in the second half, 42-26 Dowling. So we approach the seven-minute mark of the fourth quarter. Rams with the basketball coming off a ball screen. Bartlett, her shot missed everything. No good. Rebound Heller. I think the ball might have been deflected or, or Bartlett lost it on the way up. I think she lost it on the way up. A little bit strong, but it's it's the contested uh, shot in the lane that Dowling has been. I would, I would say they've been the menace uh, throughout this entire game. All right, Rams on man-to-man defense. And underneath, a shot in the right block. Good by Lauren Frericks. She did a nice job of creating some space. Well-controlled <laughs> shot by, by Lauren uh, you know, with her right hand open free, a kind of a little granny up and under uh, layup. Uh, very contested, but uh, very controlled. Southeast Polk with the ball. They work the left side. Here's Charleston with it. Her shot no good. And Daly with the uh, offensive rebound and put back. That's good. And Brooklyn Daly with her 11th point. They got a body on Brooklyn Daly about every offensive second that she has. And it's been very frustrating for her. Dowling with the basketball again, and this is Heller. Zedeker. Zedeker. Or check that, Zedeker as the, the two freshmen on the same side. And, and Zedeker got loose on, on the wing, uh, attacked the basket, converts the end one okay. uh, 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 on, the, uh, on the offensive possession. Yeah, the referee didn't signal the shot was good, and now it is. As one free throw coming for Zedeker, she now has 16 points as she makes the basket and an end one. And it's 47-28, Dowling by 19. This is her largest lead of the night. Rams with it. Here's Solseth with it. Her pass left side, tried to hook up with Charleston, threw it away right towards her bench. And now substitution as Tritton will return to the Dowling lineup, as will Hines. we got a full timeout. We'll take it. With 6.03 left, fourth quarter, it is Dowling, 47, Southeast Polk 28, here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. CPCustomHomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742, Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo, just under six minutes remaining. has run away here in the fourth quarter out of the timeout called by Dowling. 47-28 Maroons by 19. It's uh, Marin Heller running the points for the Maroons. Zedeker also in there. Dowling has both their point guards there, along with Emma Gipple playing with three fouls. 
Layla Tritton in there. And I believe they have their starters in now, or now four of their five starters in, and now a foul on Dowling, a steal by Southeast Polk and Mitchell. And the foul will be on Tritton, her third, and team foul number six on Dowling here, Jimmy. You can tell that Co Coach Myers just trying to slow her, her team down a little bit, set something up, have good shots, being up 19 uh, points with five and a half minutes to go in the game. Certainly don't need to force anything and, and, and draw any turnovers at this point. So Frerichs will sit on the bench now for Dowling. It'll be uh, Zedeker, Heller, Gipple, Tritton, and now Olsen in there for the Maroons. A long three in the corner. It's no good by Southeast Polk's J.C. Mitchell. Rebound Dowling. Place is filling up. We're going to see the second game, the boys game. Dowling and Southeast Polk. The Maroons trying to break a four-game losing streak to the Rams. Underneath Zedeker, her shot is up and good around Zoe Hines. Strong, strong move by Ava Zedeker with her right hand. A contested layup, and uh, with a little bit of contact, she, she converts. 18 points for Zedeker. A long three. It's up and no good by Daly. Rebound Zedeker. And she... Uh, Went up and got that, the 5'9 freshman. I think she's grown an inch since uh, November when we started this uh, basketball well, season. She, she's certainly playing like it. The, the confidence that she, she's grown into this late in the season is, is certainly a great thing to see uh, to lead this team. Dowling with the basketball. They're trying to be aggressive yet not go into the, uh, you know, take the air out of the ball type mode. And now Heller with the left-handed shot, no good. Ball slapped around and rebound Dowling and Olsen now stolen away. Nice steal by Mitchell, and we've got a double dribble on Mitchell as she came out of the uh, backcourt. The Dowling basketball as the teams exchange. Gotta, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, hard, it's, it's hard to slow down a team that's so yeah. up and down so quick that you really don't want to pull back the reins that this is how they play and this is how you're going to go with it. And this is how they become successful. Sometimes so. you see teams like oh, a three-pointer, no good. It's actually blocked by Brooklyn Daly. Rebound Southeast Polk Rams with it. Stolen back by Zedeker. She had her three-point shot blocked by Daly and then got it back. Unbelievable. Here's Gipple with it underneath to Olsen. Layup good. What a pass by Gipple. Almost had it stolen and found Olsen cutting to the basket for her fourth point. And then, and then Brooklyn Daly comes right back. I mean, this up and down uh, pace. But, but yet you go back to the play that uh, – that Emma Gipple had to, to, to find Ellie Olsen cut into the basket. So great play by both. Ellie Olsen cut into the basket. It really made that play for her, but Emma Gipple found her. And then uh, Daly running the court, and once they inbound the ball, they got it down to her, and Brooklyn scores her 13th point. Now we got a whistle and a foul on the offensive end against Southeast Polk. Mitchell will pick up her second foul as Frericks and Julia Moore check back in the lineup. Heller and Ellie Olsen for Dowling will sit down. And shooting free throws will be Zedeker. Front end of a one and one. First one up, good. Ava tonight with 19 points. She's three for three at the free throw line. 340 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Dowling 52, Southeast Polk 30. Second free throw in and out, no good. And a rebound out of bounds to Southeast Polk. Maroons with a 22-point lead. Who would have thought? That is their largest lead of the night. Maroons won the first meeting between the two teams, 49-38, an 11-point win at Southeast Polk in December, and my how things have changed. Certainly see the growth out of this team as as the weeks go on and the practice and the and the, and the opportunity to get together. Um, we've seen it throughout the entire year, and they're just continuing to grow. And I'm impressed with the fundamentals. You don't see that sometimes, and uh, pleasantly surprised the fundamentals. And now posting up underneath is Bartlett. Her shot no good. The freshman gets her own rebound. 
The Rams keep the, dry, the possession alive. Here's Mitchell on the baseline. Shot up and good. Nice move by J.C. Mitchell on the baseline left to right. It's a hard, it's a hard shot to come straight through the, through the baseline and find the backboard uh, because you don't see it. Now Dowling underneath. Zedeker pass inside to the left block to Emma Gipple, and she draws the foul, and she'll go to the line for two. And the foul will be on Zoe Hines, her first. So Gipple to the line. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Mercy One, Skeftons Formal Wear, and by the Catholic Tuition Organization. First free throw good by Emma Gipple, who has 10 points now. Macy Downey coming in for uh, Layla Tritton, who's Layla Tritton's played a tremendous defensive uh, role tonight, uh, face guarding uh, Stella Charleston, who uh, who's held to one po uh, no points throughout this game, and to keep her under under wraps is, is a very hard task, but a tremendous defensive effort by by Tritton tonight. Gipple makes both free throws. She has 11 points, and underneath, and they're going to call a charging foul on Alyssa Bartlett, and she just fouled out with 10 points. 2:51 remaining in the fourth, and Bartlett falls fouls out. And what a move she put! But I think when she spun, she must have threw her elbow right into the Dowling defender. But you talk about the fundamentals, Mark, and I, and, and that's that's the mo of this team is is, is their fundamentals. You know, they're they're not jumping on on shots. They're getting their set. set. Uh, to set up charges. You know, how many times do you see a young basketball team take as many charges as, the, as this, these, this team has? Now we've got a holding foul called on uh, Southeast Polk as the Maroons try to inbound the ball. They call it on Hines, her second. And free throws coming. So that is the 10th uh, team foul on Southeast Polk. So the Maroons in the double bonus the rest of the way. Dowling with 16 fouls as we have 2.51 remaining here in the fourth quarter and Dowling leading. First free throw good. The Maroons have increased their lead to 20. Three points now, 55-32 as Frerich's free throw is good, Jimmy. I think uh, Coach Marat Meyer is looking right now at, at, at her bench about what time does she want to start substituting a few of these girls and getting them an opportunity uh, to play uh, uh, against uh, against this team. Frerich's now makes both free throws. She has eight points for the Maroons, 56-32 Dowling. Maroons with a 24-point lead here in the second half. And now underneath, scoop shot by Mitchell is off the mark, no good. Rebound Zedeker and a hard foul that time by Hines. And a free throw is coming as Hines picks up her third and Zedeker to the line. And, yeah, you may want to think about that. You're, you're up 24, 234 remaining. The Rams have not substituted their starters out, and uh, Dowling's still holding play. You're going to see Alex uh, Gaskell come in at, uh, at, at after this first free throw. Zedeker's free throw good. Along with Olsen and, and uh, Marin Heller. 20 uh, points now for Zedeker. Go ahead, Jimmy. And uh, Gipple's coming out. Uh, Frerich's coming out. Uh, just, just a uh, on, on a night that Emma Gipple was was held uh, in, in check on the rebounding point. You know her, her her command on on getting other girls open was truly there tonight. You got her individual rebounding like you kept last uh, Tuesday night. You had her for 20. I let you have 25, and they, <laughs> they had her for 18. You got anything close to that? Tonight, I, I don't. Or? I don't have that tonight. I, you know, I. I I thought I had it right. Uh huh. I got to figure out who's doing the stats on the Dallin girls bench because I don't know. I thought I was right. Folks, this is the guy that calls the offensive plays during the football season, and we, we sometimes have discussions in our football press box about that, and you're wondering why. All right, Dowling with the ball, and now substitutions, as you mentioned, Jimmy. Macy Downing in there. Now her pass is stolen away, intended for Olsen. Down court comes Ashlyn Williams in there for the Rams. Her shot no good. Rebound Olsen for Dowling. And the ball is tipped away by Southeast Polk. So let's take a look at some of the Rams in there, or for some of the Maroons in there. We'll also include the Rams. We mentioned uh, Macy Downing 
Marin Heller in there along with Ellie Olson. You mentioned the uh, Gaskell girl, Alex Gaskell, six-foot freshman. Olivia Redeker is uh, is in, 5'6", uh, uh, senior. Mm -hmm. And Redeker wearing number one. And Alex Heller running the point. 2.05 remaining, Dowling 57, Southeast Polk 32. Dowling by 25, their largest lead of the night over Southeast Polk. And now Heller between the circles, guarded by Mitchell. Pass goes over to Macy Downing. Back to Heller. Shot off the glass. Good. Nice move. She avoided Daly that time and shoots and scores her sixth point off the bench. Marin Heller. She gets to the basket uh, at, at will. That's just her ball handling skills is, is certainly uh, a, a, a. And now Ellie Olson tries her best to defend Daly and a foul called on Ellie Olson, her first. And. Daly to the line. That is the 17th foul on Dowling. You see the frustration out of, out of Brooklyn Daly, but going back to Marin Heller and, and her ball handling skills certainly has, has has been a huge asset to her in the way she plays as as a uh, as a as a young freshman here. And Daly's first free throw is good. She has 14 points tonight. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Radio, brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Dental Associates, and Construction Professionals. Second free throw, good. 15 points now for Brooklyn Daly, six foot junior. Going to commit to play basketball at Drake University. Who's in action tonight? They're playing Northern Iowa in the interstate rival in the Missouri Valley Conference. Now Heller is fouled as she goes and will go to the line. Foul will be on Daly, her third. And that's the thing you like about Zedeker and Heller, the Dowling point guards. When they're in there together or by themselves, they both can shoot free throws. Both shoot at an 81% clip. No, I didn't. I don't think you've give her the jinx. I didn't give her the jinx. I was going to say, I don't think you've shot 81% in, in, in your dream, Mark. I mean, it's. Let's take it back to Y-Ball back in 1972. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a few. Second free throw. In and out, no yeah. good for Heller. And she you goes one for two. She made the first one. Missed the second. 60-34, to 34, Dowling. Runes by 26, their largest lead of the night. Now a turnover by the Rams. Heller in the backcourt. Bodies on the floor. And a timeout called by the Maroons. As hitting the deck is Zoe Hines and Heller, and they help each other up. And what are we going to do? 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here. So several girls going in for the Maroons, getting their first first looks tonight. Grace uh, Kelly. Grace Kelly coming in. Yeah. Uh, Addie Smith is, is, is going to be checking in. And now they're all blended together. because I believe Olivia Spracklin. 60 to 34 is our score. Dowling with the lead. I want to remind you that uh, you can like Iowa Catholic Radio on Facebook, and you can follow Iowa Catholic Radio on Twitter, and you can also listen to Iowa Catholic Radio anytime at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, and through the Iowa Catholic Radio Alexa skill, the one that scares the dog when. Alexa starts speaking. you got a brand-new dog in your house. Congratulations there, Mr. Cataldo. Two of them now, huh? Kids leave, and you you and your wife, Jenny, have uh, dogs. Great. Somebody once told me my pain is self-chosen, and I I self-chose the same. What, eight weeks old? They waved that basket off, traveling on the Maroons, and that was on Olivia Spracklin who got in there. Yes, uh, you want to get a little eight-week-old dog in the middle of 20 below wind chills in the middle of the night. God bless you, you Coach Cataldo. Mark, see... Out how much you know. I didn't get one. I got two. Uh huh. So, yeah. my pain is self-chosen. Yeah. Uh, add uh, add Mo- Molly Moist into the game as well. I want to make sure. Yeah. Give a shout out to her. 
Uh, she's entered the game as well. Addie Smith, you mentioned earlier in there, along with uh, Grace Kelly, as Maroons on defense. 40 seconds remaining. 60 to 34, Dowling. Rams with it towards the uh, basket. A shot no good by Ashlyn Williams. The free throw is coming for the Rams. The foul will be on Addie Smith, her first. Addie's the young lady who transferred from Cedar Rapids. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, senior, played over right down the high school. Free throw good. Which high school did she go to? I didn't write it down. It's in my notes that I use when we get into these situations. So you're 50% correct. Uh-huh. And that's your free throw shooting. Second free throw good by Ashlyn Williams. She has two points. 60 to 36. Pay no attention to the guy behind the mic, folks. Says, oh, here's Moist with the Molly shot. Moist. Good. How about that? Molly Moist with her first basket tonight. Love seeing uh, some of these girls who, who watch a game quite often uh, get opportunities and, and then just get after it when they get in there. Full house, why wouldn't you? In the lane, a shot no good. That's Ashlyn Williams taken to the hole, and a foul called on Dowling. It'll be on Grace Kelly. Congratulations to uh, Molly Moist, a 5'5 senior. Parents Bradford and Ellen. Ellen and I were classmates here at Dowling. She selected to go to Christ the King. I went to St. Anthony's. I'm a former graduate of Christ the King. That'll be determined later. <laughs> I'm going to give P.J. McManus, Father McManus, a call. Third, both free throws good by Williams. It's now four for four at the line with four points. That'll probably be debatable. 62-38, 10 seconds remaining. Dowling with the ball. Backing in, that's Spracklin. Dribble handoff to Kelly. And the ball tipped away. They try to get it back to Spracklin. Nice job that time by Joey Aldrich in there for Southeast Polk. The lone senior on the team is Aldrich, a 5'7 senior. Dowling will throw it in. Spracklin right in front of the Dowling bench, and she takes a, uh, a ribbing there by her teammates. Maroons get the ball into Olivia Redeker. She'll launch the three at the horn. It's no good, and the Maroons come away with a, a win. 62-38 is the final score. Congratulations to head coach Kristen Meyer and Dowling Catholic. The Maroons are now... 13 and 1 on the season. Southeast Polk falls to 7 and 7. Up next for Dowling, they're home or they're on the road Tuesday night at number 12 Ankeny. We'll have that girl boy doubleheader in Ankeny on Iowa Catholic Radio. And Southeast Polk travels to Fort Dodge on Tuesday night for a girl boy doubleheader. But but again, congratulations to Coach Meyer and the Dowling team with the win tonight, 62-38. Jim Cattello, I know we're we're totaling up some numbers here, but what a tremendous floor game, and again, the defensive effort by the Maroons. They come in averaging a league best, giving up just 37 points a contest, and Southeast Polk got 38 tonight. We, we, we talk about the frustration that uh, that this girls' team puts on on a lot of the, the, the top players of their opponents, and tonight, tonight, I think the frustration, if, if you can really sum it up, is was the look on Coach Daly's face. You know, it's just so frustrated about, uh, you know, the, the not being able to convert uh, in the paint, but... You know, at, at the end of the day, it, it's nothing that their girls did or did not do. It's just it's it's what it's what the the Dowling uh, Catholic Maroon uh, uh, girls do on the defensive side to cause just such a contested uh, 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 lane presence and and you know Emma Gipple's defense on top of uh, Layla Tritton's tonight was 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 fantastic. We talked about Julia Moore, but certainly all the girls that you thought would step up defensively uh, did tonight. And then Ava Zedeker stepping up offensively with with her performance uh, certainly. Uh, was the recipe for success tonight for the, for the Maroons. Certainly was. And again, the final, Dowling 
62, Southeast Polk 38. Again, Dowling improves its record to 13-1 in Class 5A, ranked 5th. And Southeast Polk falls to 7-7, seven and seven, and they're ranked 12th. They're trying to stay in the at least the number two seed in Class 5A as the uh, postseason brackets will be released here shortly by both the Girls Union and the Boys Association. We're going to take a break, total up some of the numbers, along with Jimmy Cattallo and Mark Amadale. And a shout-out to Jennifer Phelps, our studio producer, keeping us on the air. Jennifer does a great job, and if you haven't seen her work uh, at uh, Valley High School when the Tigers are home, she does a great job on the video board there. We appreciate all her work and her talents. In the final, Dowling Catholic Girls, a winner in Game 1, 62-38 over Southeast Polk, back with the post-game show, and we'll preview the boys' game coming up here on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is a Young Catholic Minute. How can I speak up without shutting people down? Boy, this one is pretty easy to answer, but really hard to do. The easy part of the answer is that every human being is made to love truth. And so when you share it lovingly, calling them on to something greater that will give them happiness and freedom, that is, as the Bible says, good news of great joy. Unfortunately, we humans have a terrible tendency to do the right things for all the wrong reasons. So if we're sharing the truth just because we know we're right, or we want to win an argument, or want to chalk one up on the old soul-saving tally, we're not really trying to give the gift of Christ's love. So we're using the truth to lie, and that won't inspire anyone. On the other hand, remember that Jesus lived and spoke the truth perfectly, and some people still didn't believe. So if that happens to you, offer your sufferings to Christ and pray for the grace to get up again. For more Young Catholic Minutes, go to youngcatholicminute.com. And back here at the Dowling Gym as we go to the girls' postgame show. Dowling Catholic girls defeating Southeast Polk 62-38 as the boys are warming up now. We'll have their game here on Iowa Catholic Radio alongside Jimmy Cataldo and Mark Amadil. Thanks for joining us tonight. What a night it was for the Dowling girls. Maroons were led by Ava Zedeker. Had her down for 20 points tonight. Ava one for two at the free throw line. Or check that. She was uh, four out of six at the free throw line. As we're doing this on the fly, folks, we have... uh, are you close? Yes, I can get going. All right. So, so let's Jimmy's let's got- talk about about the Maroons offensively tonight. Uh, so 17 of 33 from the field, 51 percent. So really solid uh, a, a night for the Maroons, and a lot of their shots coming from in the paint. Uh, four of 14 from three point arc, 28 percent. 21 total rebounds uh, for the Maroons with nine turnovers. Uh, for the opponent, Southeast Polk, uh, struggling night tonight uh, shooting. 8 of 24 for 33% from the field, uh, but only 3 of 18 from three-point arc for 16%. I have them down for 20 rebounds and 19 turnovers. Certainly the the, the defensive effort that that the Maroons caused on on Southeast Polk's perimeter shooting, which we talked about, uh, Stella Charleston needing to get off to a a hot start, uh, not scoring tonight and, and, and not making any of her third threes, but certainly keeping Brooklyn Daly under 15 points was one of the keys. Uh, she scored, I believe, 13, 14 points tonight. Uh, Ava Zedeker having a solid night offensively and, uh, and, and defensively. You know, girls like Ellie, Ellie Olson stepping in uh, when uh, when uh, 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 Gipple goes to the bench was certainly noticed, and, and seeing her step up into that role was, was certainly a good thing for her. No question about it. Dowling uh, uh, pulling out the win here as uh, we are, we've recognized the uh, – Dowling girls, they're uh, 
feeder program, the DCBC, during the girls' game. And now we'll recognize the Dowling boys' feeder program at halftime of this contest. So if you have uh, young men in that feeder program, the uh, Dowling Mac program, they'll be recognized at halftime here in, in game two. Well, for Southeast Polk, the, Bruins, or the Rams rather had two players in double figures. Brooklyn Daly, averaging just under 18 points, finished with 10 or uh, 15 points tonight. Leading all score, leading scores for uh, the Southeast Polk Rams. Brooklyn Daly with 15 points. Alyssa Bartlett, the uh, five-six freshman, had 10 points tonight. She fouled out with uh, just under three minutes left in the fourth quarter. And then single-digit scoring the rest of the way for the Rams. Four points for Ashlyn Williams. She went four for fourth at the free throw line in the fourth quarter for her four points. Three points for uh, Zoe Hines, and then uh, two points for Ava Solseth. And Anna Van Kooten off the bench did not score. And Zoe Hines off the bench with uh, three points. And Zoe Mi- J.C. Mitchell finishing with two. The Rams, though, finishing Jimmy with a perfect free throw line. 14 for 14 at the free really? throw line. Dowling went 10 out of 14, so both teams shot 14. But uh, Maroons missed four on the night. Maroons were led by two players in double figures. Three players, excuse me. Led by Ava Zedeker with 20 points tonight for the uh, 5'9", freshman point guard for Dowling. 11 points for Emma Gipple. Did you have her for a double-double? 11 points. And how many rebounds? I did not. Uh I did not. (laughs) 10 10 points for Julia Moore. What a night she had. And then 8 points for Lauren Frerichs. Marin Heller off the bench with 7 points. Ellie Olson off the bench for Dowling with 4 points. And uh, Macy Downing did not score. And, of course, the Maroons emptied their bench late in the game. Dowling going 10 of 14 at the line. So the Maroons outscoring Southeast Polk 22 to 12 at the uh, in the fourth quarter to win it 62-38. All right, Jimmy, we travel to Ankeny. Isn't that Coach Pollock's territory? First first, first opportunity to, to head up to Ankeny. Uh, he's, he's the centennial guy. Oh, that's right. Guy, he's so centennial guy. That's right. We have a couple weeks yet for that, uh, but should should be fun. Usually uh, those Ankeny teams are, are, are well coached and uh, and. and, and play pretty hard yes they do well we'll be up there tuesday night for a girl boy doubleheader dowling girls ranked fifth they'll take on 12th ranked ankeny that'll be our next broadcast tuesday night a girl boy doubleheader dowling at ankeny here in iowa catholic radio jimmy any final thoughts before we turn over to the guy that's in charge of tonight's halftime that's uh, steve devinney no it's it's uh it was just a, a, a tremendous effort by the dowling girls tonight both offensive defensively uh and uh and just continue to look for good things as they as they set their selves set themselves up for a, a pretty good seed come come playoff pairings. All right, Jimmy, we'll talk to you uh, Tuesday night up at Ankeny. Thanks for all you do. Thank you. That's Jimmy Cataldo, my guest, or my halftime, my halftime guest. <laughs> that is my co-host, and uh, we appreciate all he does. We'll take a break, come back. Steve Devaney will preview the boys' game. Again, the final in game one, Dowling 62, Southeast Polk 38. Alongside Jimmy Cataldo, I'm Mark Amadale. Steve Devaney coming up as he'll join me for the boys' game here on Iowa Catholic Radio. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling. Since 1999, Golden Rule Heating and Cooling has been supporting customers with their rules to live by. Respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service. GoldenRulePHC.com Welcome back to the Dowling Gym as we get set for the second game of our Girl Boy Doubleheader. It's Dowling and Southeast Polk. Alongside Steve Devenny, the Hall of Famer Steve Devenny, Mark Amadale is. Steve, you've been busy, man, and I saw you working everything before the game. I know it's uh, Mac recognition night for the boys' uh, youth teams that feed into the Dowling basketball program. You're a big part of that. We keep talking about uh, the coaching part. Well, get those other guys involved. What's Marshall doing tonight? What's some of those other guys doing? Yeah, well, come on. Johnny's here. Johnny Marshall's here. Yeah. But he uh, he's taking a back seat. He's just kind of taking it all in and uh it's like herding cats to get those young guys into the pregame <laughs> we, we were supposed to go and listen to uh, coach steel king's pregame speech to the varsity which okay. is a, th- a thrill for the eighth graders but i couldn't find the kids turns out they're in the far corner of the freshman boys game gym watching that ball game we finally corralled them and got them into the locker room but <laughs> i've got a headache oh my friend i, I appreciate it <laughs> number one Folks, this is why this guy is a Hall of Famer. The work he does behind the scenes. Then he comes in here and he has to put up with me, and we try to, you know, tell the listeners what happened and uh, describe the game the best we can. And Steve Devenny, you are, uh, you, now you got to leave at halftime, right? Because you got, you got to yeah. herd those that cattle yep. you're yep. talking about. Yeah. Yep. And we're talking about the coaches, not the kids, folks. Yeah. Talking about the coaches, you got to get them all organized for yep. halftime. I understand. Yeah. Co- Coach uh, Danny O'Grady is going to announce the kids. Individually by name at halftime. All right. And then uh, we'll be back up here in the uh, booth. I won't be able to talk to the victorious coach uh, of the girls' team tonight when what, you have her on at halftime. What you think of her T-shirts the kids made? I didn't see them. Uh, they got the, the warm-ups had T-shirt of uh, Coach Meyer and a 100. Oh, good. Yeah, that was really That's neat. That's cool. They did yeah. that right before the, uh, the game. So That's cool. All yeah. right. Dowling and Southeast Polk, uh, the second time this season, uh, Steve, and Last month, at, right before the Christmas and New Year's break, it was double overtime, and the Rams uh, beat Dowling, and uh, the rematch is tonight. And I know Coach Steele King and the kids are looking forward to it, and so are we. Yeah, no, it should be a, a spirited battle again. The Maroons haven't had a great team record this year so far at 3-7, and seven, but uh, they've been in almost every game, maybe with the exception of one, but... Uh, uh, I would expect tonight. Now, Southeast Polk is without Proctor, the big man in the middle. Had a little minor knee surgery after yeah. the first time that we saw them. So that might make a difference tonight. He was such a load in the paint. You know, he got a lot of rebounds that night. But uh, that should give the Maroons a little bit of an edge, I would think, on the inside play. So we'll see. Yeah, you, you know, the Maroons have gotten a lot of points out of their post uh, with uh, Mata Brua and Jalen Pettis. They've played a nice. They've even switched who starts and uh, who finishes. And, uh, yeah, you're right, Steve. That is, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to post how Dowling might have a little bit of advantage there, but Southeast Polk might have a quicker team tonight here in this uh, second game. You never know. Yeah, no question. And um, the last time we were on the air, which was three nights ago on Tuesday, mm-hmm. our post players for the Maroons had a combined 13 points and, and really gave – the Maroons a nice boost at the offensive end. So uh, let's see if they can keep that momentum going tonight between uh, the starter Pettis and uh, 
the reserve uh, Mata Brew on. Yeah, we'll see how that all transpires. You're exactly right, Steve. As uh, the team's out warming up right now, and uh, you look forward to seeing what team's going to show up. Now, Southeast Polk, as I mentioned uh, at halftime with uh, head coach Clay Thielking of Dowling, the Rams have uh, lost five of their six games since the the time they played Dowling right before the Christmas break. Their lone win, they knock off number eight Johnston 64-63 10 days ago at the Johnston gym. That's their lone win since they uh, played Dowling. So they've won, they've lost, uh, they went one and, and five during that time, but the lone win is Johnston. So you know they have the bar set, they can do it, and the, and the Rams hope to kind of build on that kind of confidence. Yeah, well, it's, it's one of those games, Mark, where both teams, once in a while you go into a game and you say, you know, we're really going to have to play well to have a chance tonight. Sure. And that might be the case for the Maroon boys tomorrow up in Ames, number one team in the state. But tonight, both of these teams, I'm quite sure, feel like if they play well, it's a game they can get. And that's what's going to make it uh, interesting to see how it plays out. Well, it certainly will. Of course, uh, the Rams come in, their record is 4-8. and eight. Dowling's record is 3-7 and seven in the league, both uh, teams occupy the fifth and sixth spots in the uh, in the standings. And we'll come back with our starting lineups and tip-off alongside Steve Devenny, Mark Amadale. It's uh, Dowling and Southeast Polk, the boys' game coming up. Earlier tonight, the girls' game, it was fifth-ranked Dowling defeating number 11 Southeast Polk, 62-38 here at the Dowling Gym. Back with the starting lineups from return for Dowling and Southeast Polk, the boys' game here on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard someone say, oh, another birthday? They actually object to celebrating their birthday. G.K. Chesterton says, a man's birthday reminds him that he is alive. When his immediate bears would only remind him that he is at work or at play or in business or in debt. Your birthday is a chance to celebrate being born. And being born is a reason to rejoice. The best birthday gift any of us has ever received was the first one, the gift of life itself. Chesterton says, every time a baby is born, it is as if God has created a new sun and a new moon because there's a new soul gazing out at creation. So, happy birthday. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Mark Amadil and Steve Davini. Jennifer Phelps, our studio producer, and they're announcing the starting lineup, so we will too. We'll start with the Rams from Southeast Polk. The head coach is Alan Jenkins in his fourth year. 44 wins, 43 losses, assisted by Brandon Krause and Curtis Bell, along with Sam Edwards and Ryan Henderson. The Rams will start this lineup. Point guard is Riley Edwards, he, a 6'3 junior, leading the team with 30 made threes. He'll wear number three. The other guard is Bodie Goodman, 5'10 freshman, and he'll wear number 11. And at uh, one forward, Connor Mobley for Southeast Polk, a 6'4 sophomore. He'll wear number one. And the other forward is Lincoln Cantrell, 6'7 junior. He'll wear number, uh, he is a 6'7 junior, averaging eight and a half points, second leading scorer in the team. And the other forward is Jackson Barton. Barton, 6'4 sophomore, averaging one and a half points. He replaces Caden Proctor, who is out tonight. He had uh, surgery on his meniscus, and uh, he is the 
what's top seven recruit as a tackle in high school football. He's just a junior. So Proctor out tonight. The Rams come in averaging 53 points on offense, give up just under 62 on defense. Dowling will go with the starting lineup they had last Tuesday night against Waukee Northwest. Carson Brown at one guard along with Quincy Ferguson. Drew Morrow, those are the three guards, Brown, Ferguson, and Morrow. Charlie Stewart at forward and at center will be Jalen Pettis. Mata Brua for the second straight game will not start. He will come off the bench. And Pettis ready to jump it up against Southeast Polk's Jackson Barton here, Steve Devenny. Should be a good one, Mark. And uh, What are some of the keys you see in this contest we're underway? I think the big key is to contain number three. Edwards is their top scorer. It was a point of emphasis for Coach Deal King in the pregame speech. And, uh, and then the fact that Proctor's not playing should give the Maroons a little bit of an edge in the paint. We'll see who's guarding Edwards. That's uh, what you want to watch out for. Number three is Edwards. Yeah, it looks like uh, Carson Brown. I wonder how Carson's back's doing. He had it bothering him a little bit the other night, but he's played right through it as the Rams get the ball inside. And a shot left block no good by Jackson Barton and a rebound out to Dowling. So the Maroons go right to left. Earlier tonight, the Dowling girls a winner. 62-38 over Southeast Polk. Dowling girls now 13-1 overall. 5-1 in conference play. The Rams fall to 7-7 seven seven overall in girls play. 1-4 in conference play. Here's Ferguson. They're going to let him shoot the three. It's up and off the back iron. No good. Edwards weak side rebound. And he puts it up and in over Connor Mobley. Charlie Stewart. Got a nice position that time in the backside, Steve. I Very thought. good position. Out jumped him, basically. Our officials stuck around from game one to game two as Dowling now forced to turn over. Charlie Stewart comes away with it to Drew Marl down the lane, splits defenders, reverse layup. Good! I've seen Steve DeVitti do that a time or two. Reverse layup as he split the defenders right down the middle of the lane. I couldn't even spell that move, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> that was incredible. That'll be a highlight clip. And now working inside is Edwards, and he gets his first basket. Riley Edwards, outstanding 6'3 junior point guard for the Rams. He is first in field goal attempts in Class 4A, fifth in field goals made with 90. He's second in three-point attempts with uh, 91, and he is fifth in three-point made with 30. That's the Edwards guy. A long three by Quincy Ferguson, no good, but weak side rebound. Pettis is shot up and in over Jackson Barton, who replaced Caden Proctor in the starting lineup. Yeah, Pettis a little bit more physical than the sophomore uh, post player for the for the Rams that could give us a little advantage tonight for the Maroons. All right, here is Cantrell with it. Dribbles the baseline and goes out of bounds. Good help defense that time. Ferguson and Charlie Stewart down there, but they went off of one of them. Out of bounds the Rams with 5.50 remaining. Dowling up four, six to two here, Steve. Good start for the Maroons. See if they can get a stop on the defensive end here. Inbound the ball to Bodie Goodman. His three-pointer up, no good. Rebound, Pettis and Dowling. Bodie came off the bench the last matchup with... Uh, Dowling and Southeast Polk last month. That was the first game that he did not start. And uh, Coach Jenkins brought him off the bench, played a nice game. Here's Ferguson in the lane, jump stops. He's guarded by Cantrell. Here's Morrow with it, Drew, guarded by Goodman. At the free throw line, kicks it back out. And the Maroons will start over. Love this crowd. Here's Carson Brown down the lane. Shot from the right side, no good. He drew the foul. And he'll have two free throws. But uh, foul will be on Riley Edwards, his first. How about this packed house here at the Dowling Gym on a Friday night, Steve? Yeah, you, well, that. you had the uh, adult female cheerleaders, right? Right. You had the girls' middle school program. Correct. And now you have the boys' middle school program. So uh, at least for the middle school programs, 
they couldn't drive themselves. That's, <laughs> we have a huge crowd because of all the extracurriculars going on tonight. Oh, the kids, the parents just didn't drop them off and say, I, I don't think so. And if you can't get in, see uh, Davini. Exactly. That, that's how they do He'll it. He'll buy right? your popcorn at halftime. <laughs> Carson Brown at the free throw line goes one for two. It's seven to two now. Dowling with the lead by five. And now the Rams guilty of a turnover as Edwards turns it over. Couldn't handle the pass from his teammate, Connor Mobley. Good defense by the Maroons. little miscommunication there by uh, Southeast Polk. Edwards voiced his frustration. All right, Dowling with the ball. A little dribble weave. Edwards hands it off to Ferguson. Thinks about shooting the three. Won't do it. Leaves it for Edwards. His shot no good. Rolled off. Actually slipped out of his hands into the hands of the Rams. And here's Riley Edwards in the front court. Edwards, a lone senior starter. Or rather, a junior. But he started last year with the four seniors that graduated for Southeast Polk, and he brings his experience to this club. I would guess that Carson Brown might be one of the better defenders he'll face all season. Oh, a shot blocked by Pettis. We're going to whistle Jalen for the foul. Good help defense that time by Dowling. Get him with the body? Must have. Yeah, he did. Looked like a good block. So Pettis with one foul. Has two points tonight. Leads the team with six rebounds. He averages six rebounds a game, does uh, Jalen. And free throws coming for Connor Mobley. A 58% free throw shoot, shoot around the air, and he hits the first one. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio Network, brought to you in part by Skeffington's Formal Wear, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Mercy One. And a reminder to uh, stay connected to Iowa Catholic Radio through our newsletter. You can sign up at iowacatholicradio.com. Second free throw good by Mobley. He has two points, and it's 7-4 to four Dowling. Over the Rams. Now skip pass from Quincy Ferguson all the way to the left baseline to Morrow. Now back to Ferguson. Quincy now saves the ball from going out of bounds. And now good job by Morrow to save from going over half court. He's getting careless with the pass. And here's Ferguson for three. Good. Quincy with his fourth three of the year. Is Dowling a six-point lead here early in the first quarter. Yeah, Southeast Polk so far, Mark, you mentioned it once before, have really laid off Quincy when he has the ball on the perimeter. Left him alone again, and he knocked it in. Now here's Sam Good in the lineup for Southeast Polk. We got an offensive foul. Illegal screen by him. Well, they called him for that. All right, Good with his first foul. Sam uh, was out with meniscus surgery when Dowling played him back in December. And ironically, he comes back, and Caden Proctor, another football player for the Rams off their state championship team, out tonight with his meniscus uh, surgery and he won't be able to play for a little bit so two maroons just checked in mark as, you were, as you were getting the stats brua yeah. and uh, capola right, joey capola in now brua in the right block turnaround shot up good right over sam good smooth move brua might have the most smooth shot than anybody here and that includes you davini really got- does he does a nice <laughs> job there's edwards down the lane his shot no good brua with the rebound good defense there by the maroons 12-4 dowling the maroons up eight now reverse layup. Good by Morrow. And now I'm going to be a timeout. He's got to get a timeout. Drew with his fourth point. Timeout Rams. This will be a 30-second timeout. Dowling's lead is 10, 14-4 over Southeast Polk here in the boys' contest. 3-14 remaining here in the first quarter. Dowling by 10 alongside Steve Devenny, Mark Amadale. Steve, going back to tonight, uh, the, the final group being recognized is the boys' MAC program. And you're a big part of that in those uh, kids and their coaches will be recognized at halftime 
uh, here tonight. And that's a big event. And uh, congratulations for what all you guys do, getting the kids organized, developed, split up teams. Teams kind of change player to player every week. When you're in tournaments, you get them involved with uh, competition across Central Iowa. Yeah. The, 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 the biggest probably what the Maroon Basketball Association, MBA, what Coach O'Connor renamed it a few years ago when he was still coaching. But uh -huh. it just helps the kids to uh, learn who their teammates are going to be when they get to Dowling, get a little experience playing with those guys, and the socialization of friendships for life. I mean, these guys come from all over town, and uh, by the end of the year, they're, they're very close-knit, and uh, it, it's really fun to be part of. And they'll be recognized tonight here at halftime, so if some of our listeners are listening at home, they can still get here and see those young men get uh, recognized. Now Southeast Polk out of the timeout. That's their first. They had the basketball left to right going towards the north basket here at Dowling. The Rams, rather, in their black uniforms with gold numbers and letters. A long three by Edwards is good. What a smooth shot by Riley Edwards. His first three of the night, and it's his fifth point. That was a step-back three. Carson gave good defensive pressure. And uh, got the good step back look and rolled it in. Looks like we're going to have a big line change coming in at the next dead ball. Brua in the lane, can't get the shot off, kicks it back out. And they're going to whistle him for the three. Didn't get out of the lane. As for Dowling, they will check in Jack Odie. Carson Brown will sit down, and the Rams will have several players come in. Carson Robbins, number 13. Jackson Barton returns. A 6'4 sophomore and Robbins a 6'1 sophomore. Number 22, Hines, yep. with his first uh, appearance tonight. And his sister Zoe played on the uh, girls team. And here's Edwards again for three. It's good. And he's starting to heat up. Young man is fifth in field goals made in the state. And he's got two here. It's 14 to 10, Dowling, and now a moon turnover. Looks like Jackson Odie kind of walked into that jump shot. A little hop. 14 to 10 is our score. Rams have two team fouls. Dowling with one. That was on Pettis. And Jalen's on the bench right now as Brua in for him. Here's Edwards down the lane. Leaves it for his teammate and a shot up and good. And Coach Thilking wanted the travel. And I think he also was a little bit disappointed that he didn't get better help defense. And that, too, Barton with his first basket. Now a long three for Morrow. It's no good. And the ball saved from going out of bounds nicely by Edwards into the hands of Carson Robbins, who's in there. For Southeast Polk. Rams with it. Here's Hines coming off the ball screen. Dribble handoff goes to Carson Robbins. They work the left side now to Connor Mobley. Back up top to Edwards, who's guarded by Capola and Edwards lands on his back. His shot is no good, and we're going to call traveling on Dowling. And now, entry, Riley Edwards, strong, strong guy getting up, and he is feeling it like he may have injured his back or tailbone. Yeah, it landed kind of on his tailbone, it appeared, but he's going to stay in the game, I think. O otherwise, Coach uh, Jenkins got to burn a timeout. They're going to yep. keep him in the game. He's yep. going to walk it off. He tells Coach, yeah, I'm good. 14 to 12, the Dowling 10-point lead now down to two. As an 8-0 run out of that timeout by Southeast Polk. Edwards has it. Swing pass over to the left side to Robbins. Ball stolen away by Capola. Joey with the steal down court. Leaves it for Charlie Stewart. Reverse layup good. Stewart with his fourth point. And how about that move by Capola on outstanding, defense? Outstanding, outstanding steal and assist by Joey Capola. 
the sophomore for an uncontested layup for Stewart. Now the Rams work the ball inside. Here's Barton with it on the baseline against Brua. His shot up and no good. Drew the foul, and that'll be on Mata. Mata will pick up his first foul. 43 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. 16 to 12, Dowling by four, and free throws coming for the Rams. And this will be Jackson Barton, the 6'4 sophomore. Only attempted five free throws this year. He'll get two here. And the first one's no good. Tonight's game of the Iowa Catholic Radio Network brought to you in part by Mercy One, Skeffington's Formal Wear, and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Alongside Steve Devaney, I'm Mark Amadil. Dowling, 16, Southeast Polk 12 here in this boys' contest. Second free throw is good by Barton. He now has three points. Earlier tonight, the Dowling girls a winner, 62-38. As fifth-ranked Dowling defeats Southeast Polk. Runs were led by Ava Zedeker's 20 points. Now, Dowling boys with the basketball. Steal in the backcourt at the missed shot by Edwards. Morrow had it. Now he lost it to uh, Hines. And, Boy, good defense. And now a steal by Carson Brown. Rams having all sorts of problems. Shot up and good. The basket will count. Carson Brown to the pole. And a foul called on Southeast Polk. It'll be on Zeb Hines, his first. And Carson Brown, an opportunity for an and one here, Steve Devinney. That was caused by Drew Morrow in the backcourt, who looks like he's sporting a slight bloody nose. He's going to leave the game. Great defensive effort by him and Coppola in the backcourt, which led to a transition basket for uh, Carson and a chance at the old traditional three-point play. So free throw here for Carson Brown. 48% free throw shooter on the air. Misses the free throw. He's one for three tonight at the line. Carson with three points. 18-13, Dowling by five. Hines in the front court, leaves it for Goodman in the lane. And nice handoff to Barton, he shot up and good. Jackson Barton now with five points. Got the start tonight over Caden Proctor. And Dowling by three, here's Charlie Edwards. Shot at the horn, up and off the rim, no good. And we've come to the end of the first quarter with the score. Dowling Catholic 18, Southeast Polk 15 here in this boys contest. Back with the second quarter in one minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. I thought you said we were going clubbing for our anniversary. Oh, we are. Ah, yes. Here it is. The phone. Right. For the Challenger Club. Do we need a reservation? There's no reason to have reservations about helping Iowa Catholic Radio. Are they DJing or something? It's the soundtrack to holiness. And the Challenger Club helps by challenging other Iowa Catholic Radio listeners to give during the carathon. Great. Just one more question. Yeah? What about our anniversary? Oh, call 515-223-1150 to join the Challenger Club today. Listener-supported Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, KWKY, Des Moines, 94.5 FM, K233BT, Des Moines, 88.5 FM, KIHS, Adel, 90.9 FM, KLOX, Creston. And welcome back to the 
Dowling Jim, Mark Amadale, Steve Devinney, 18-15 at the end of the first quarter. Dowling with the lead. The Maroons went one for three at the free throw line, and Southeast Polk three of four at the line. As Mr. Devinney, as Maroons got out to a great start in that uh, first quarter over the Rams. Uh, field goal percentage mark, uh, eight for uh, 14 for the Maroons. And what did, uh, what's the Rams got? Uh, Rams were one, two, three, four, five, four, 14. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So Rams put up 14 shots yep. in that first quarter. All they right. both did. Both teams put 14 shots up. 18-15, and now Dowling has the ball go out of bounds on a missed shot. And now the Rams turn the ball back over as they head down court, and uh, Bodie Goodman had the ball stripped away. They went off his leg out of bounds to Dowling. So both teams with turnovers. Southeast Polk, their record is 4-8. and eight. Dowling's record three and seven in Central Conference play. Both teams in fifth and sixth place, respectively, in the uh, conference. Both teams with one win in the conference. Now Dowling with their five starters on the floor. Quincy Ferguson for three. It's no good. And the ball goes out of bounds. Off of Southeast Polk. Good job by Pettis down there. Yeah, I think the uh, I think the Southeast Polk player felt like maybe he was nudged a little bit by the defensive tackle, but uh, the defensive ref, t- referee didn't call it, yeah. didn't, didn't see it. Pettis underneath and a shot up and good. Fabulous. Nice move by Jalen Pettis. Second consecutive start for him. Averaging six points and six rebounds. Leads the team with averaging six rebounds. He has four points tonight, 20 to 15 Dowling. Dowling's had a 10-point lead in that first quarter. Rams came back, cut it to two, and now a pull-up jumper no good by Lincoln Cantrell. Out of bounds to Dowling. Quincy Ferguson, Pettis, and uh, Barton fighting for the rebound. It went off of Barton. Yeah, the uh, Maroon post players have gotten off to another good start again tonight, uh, both offensively and on the rebound, on the boards too. You don't dare jinx it, uh, Steve. No, but we've, no. we've had pretty good foul uh, selection tonight. They haven't fouled as much. Now a little give and go. Quincy Ferguson with the assist as Pettis was loose in the middle, and he got the feed from Quincy. Beautiful wow. assist by Quincy on a baseline drive. 22-15, Dowling. Maroon's trying to snap a four-game losing streak to Southeast mm. Polk, and we're going to have a whistle and a holding foul on Dowling. It might be on Morrow. We'll see what. Yeah. Uh, I believe it is on Drew. And call it. First foul on Drew Morrow. Dave Rittman, Todd Richards, and William Dotson are three-man officiating crew. 22-15, Dowling. Third-team foul on Dowling. Three also on Southeast Polk. Rams come out. They run the little flex offense out of the uh, inbounds play. Edwards for three. Good. It's not a shot he doesn't like. That is his third three of the night. He's got 11 points to lead Southeast Polk. Wow. Drew Morrow answers while you were writing the stats down. Morrow for three, and it's good. He's yep. got seven points. 25-18, Dowling by seven. Got a couple of shooters going at it, Morrow and Edwards. Steve. Nice to see Drew get back on track. He struggled from the field the other night a little bit. No question. Long three up and good in the corner by Bodie Goodman. And he can get on track, too. That's his first three points of the night. Uh, freshman, sophomore, I can't remember. Freshman. Long three by Dowling. No good. That Uh-oh. was Davis Sheck in there, and he missed. Looks a, like uh, Drew Morrow with his second over the back. Yep, loose ball foul on the Maroons. Substitution's waiting to come in. And you're correct, Steve. Foul is on Dowling's Drew Morrow, his second. He will have a seat on the that's, bench. That's too bad. Yep. So Joey Coppola, or rather Davis Sheck in there now. So it's Sheck, Carson Brown, and Quincy Ferguson, the three guards for Dowling. Jalen Pettis and Charlie Stewart in the post. Rams with the basketball. Now the ball 
almost stolen away from uh, Jackson Barton. And now nearly stolen away by Carson Brown. In the lane is Edwards, and his pass inside is shot up and no good. Barton with the miss, and he'll go to the line as a foul on Dowling. Edwards is so quick on his first step, Steve. Pettis commits his second foul. Terrific offensive player yeah. is uh, Edwards. 25-21, Dowling by four. Free throws coming for the Rams. Barton hits the first. He now has six points. Two out of three at the line tonight. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, construction professionals, and dental associates. Remember, you can like Iowa Catholic Radio on Facebook, and you can follow them on Twitter. Second free throw no good by Barton. He's now two of four at the line. Dowling with a rebound, 25-22 Maroons. Mata Brua for three. It's no good. Rebound comes out to Southeast Polk. Mata hit three threes on the season. Hit one last Tuesday night. Now the Rams with it. Here's Edwards. Guarded by Quincy Ferguson now. Maroons switch defenders. And now Edwards in the lane. is shot up. Too strong. No good. Rebound Carson Brown. Here's Dowling on running. Quincy, Quincy Ferguson carried the basketball. Thought about hitting Charlie Edwards and then he Got in between the dribbles there, Steve. And the turnover. As Ferguson will check out, Jolie Capola will check in. Reminder, there's other games tonight. These are all girl-boy doubleheaders in the CIML. Valley's at Waukee. That game is uh, televised on CISN. Ankeny is at Marshalltown. Waukee Northwest at Ames. Roosevelt at East. Lincoln at North. Hoover at Ottumwa. And Mason City at Ankeny Centennial. Rams with the basketball, corner three by Hines, up and good. Zeb Hines, the sophomore, with his first three of the season. How about that? Dribble penetration left him alone in the left corner, and he knocked it down. Tied at 25, Dowling and Southeast Polk. Moons in the front court. Tonight having buys in the league, Johnston, Urbandale, and Fort Dodge all have the night off. Underneath, Carson Brown shot up and good. Nice entry pass from Campola, Steve. Sure was, and Carson Brown... With his leaping ability and the quickness, you're not going to uh, stop him that close to the basket. Well, he's uh, been battling that stiff back and showing no signs of that here in the first half. 27-25, Dowling by two. At halftime, we'll visit with members of the Dowling girls coaching staff as a three-pointer by Edwards, no good. Rebound, Mata Brua. Handoff goes to Capola, and he dribbles in the front court. Dowling going right to left, right to left towards the south basket here at the Dowling gym. Maroons in their home white uniforms, maroon numbers and letters. Here's Carson Brown. Leaves it for Coppola for three. Up off the rim, no good. Mata Brew with the rebound. They're going to whistle him for an offensive foul. Much to the disdain of Coach Steel King. And Mata Brua with his second foul. I thought the ball just kind of caromed down to him. Referee called him for over the back. But uh, as you say, Coach Steel King wasn't thrilled with it. That's the sixth foul now on the, on the Maroons. Of course, uh, Coach Stillking asking uh, William Dotson about it, and he says, Coach, I didn't make the call. You have to talk to Mr. Rittman, who's right in front of him now, and don't think that they won't. <laughs> That's how it works. Hey, you're an official. You've, uh, been, you've been there and done that. I've seen it all, heard it all. Well, some of it. I haven't, I haven't heard your end of it, Steve. <laughs> I try to stay out of it. Ball knocked out of bounds, and Rams want to go inside. It's poked away by the Maroons. 3.05 remaining here in the second quarter. 27-25 Dowling. Mark Amadale, Steve Devinney. Jennifer Phelps, our studio producer. Here's that flex 
offense they run out of the timeout. Long three coming by Edwards. Good. And the Rams had the lead by one. Riley Edwards with his fourth three of the first half, Steve. He can shoot it. Doesn't need a lot of space to get it off either. He's got 14 points. And it's 28-27 Rams. Charlie Stewart in the lane. He has the ball stripped away by Hines. Zeb Hines with the steal. The uh, sophomore saw his uh, younger sister Zoe play in the girls game. Corner three no good by Moberly from the right side. Rebound Dowling. There is Capola in the front court. Down the lane. Scoop shot up. No good. Too strong. Rebound Southeast Polk. And Carson Robbins. Rams by one. 16 fouls on Dowling, three on Southeast Polk. The next Dowling foul will result in bonus free throws for Southeast Polk. Rams run a double, uh, dribble handoff rather. In the lane is Edwards, who shot no good, and either Carson Brown or Brua will commit the foul and will be on Carson Brown, his first. So that'll send Riley Edwards to the line. This will be a two-shot foul, 17th foul on Dowling here, Steve. Yeah, a little give and go by Edwards there. Got into the paint and. Uh... Edwards first free throw, good. He now has 15 points. Edwards is not as highly touted as the junior that we saw the other night from Northwest Waukee. Sanford. Uh, Price Sanford. But, yeah. but they have similar kinds of games, and they're both excellent shooters from the perimeter. Both free throws good by Edwards. He's a 74% free throw shooter on the year. Already has four threes in tonight's game. One two-point basket for his 16 points. Two minutes to play, and the Rams with a three-point lead, their largest of the night, over Dowling. Now Carson Brown for three. It's good. Dowling ties it up at 30-all with uh, Carson's 13th three of the year. Got his feet set. Had time to look at it. Eight points for Carson Brown. Southeast Polk with the basketball on the right block. This is Jackson Barton. Got the start tonight for Caden Proctor, who is uh, not playing. Injured knee. Now Riley Edwards coming off the ball string. Can't get a shot off. Leaves it for Cantrell, and he's stolen away. Coppola, after Stewart stopped him, Coppola hands it off to Stewart. He shot up and good. Nice two-on-one fast break that time. Charlie Stewart with a six-point assist to Coppola. Charlie knocked it away. Joey picked it up, and two-on-one finished nicely. Here's a three-pointer no good by Goodman. Rebound Dowling. Charlie Stewart in the front court. He'll space out the guards. Now they get it to Coppola with a minute to play here in the first half. 32-30, Dowling by two. Rams came back after a 10-point deficit to take a three-point lead a little while ago. Carson Brown again for three, and it's off the rim. No good. Rebound Moberly in Southeast Polk. Let's hope that both Morrow and uh, Brua can avoid picking up their third here with the last 30 seconds in the half. That's key. That certainly is, especially when you can't call timeout to uh, put your defensive subs in or get the foul shooters out or the kids with foul trouble out. You mentioned Morrow and uh, Brua. Pettis on the bench with two fouls. 20 seconds remaining, and now foul on Carson Brown. That'll be his second. So Maroons now, Jimmy Nahas, assistant coach for the Maroons. We'll get Quincy Ferguson in the lineup along with Colin Clark. As a defensive substitution, maybe. Yeah, they, they sent both players to the bench and then took them back. 
it'll be an offensive possession. After these free throws, Maroons will have probably the last uh, attempt of the first half. Carson Robbins and Bruce uh, Zeb Hines check in for Southeast Polk. 16 seconds remaining and free throws coming for Riley Edwards. First one up and good. Hate okay. to say automatic when he shoots free throws, but it's kind of close. Yeah. He is a 74% free throw shooter. Perfect on the night. Three for three. Cuts the Dowling lead to one. Now ties it up. Second free throw good. He's perfect four for four. 41 out of 54 on the year is uh, Edwards at the line. It's tied at 32. Edwards with 18 points here in the first half. Dowling with the ball. Now here's Charlie Stewart on the right side. His shot up and good. Didn't use the glass, but got it to fall. Little floater. Now a half-court shot up, and it's short. And we go to halftime with Dowling leading 34-32 over Southeast Polk here at the uh, end of the first half, Steve Devaney. What half it was by Dowling Catholic. As we anticipated before the game, we thought it would be close throughout, and uh, it's lived up to its billing. Both teams are playing fairly clean. I have each team for six First-half turnovers, Mark. Uh, Maroons are out rebounding uh, Southeast Polk 12-9. to Okay. And uh, we'll figure out shot attempts. Uh, but I have to go. I forgot. Yep. I've, got, I've got boys eighth grade. You go take care of what you have to do. And I uh, guess who's coming up? Coach Danner in a winning cause tonight. Unbelievable. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get Coach Danner nice. You, you I'll, go I'll do, be back shortly. And congratulations to those kids. Yeah, thanks. All right. Steve Devaney, my broadcast partner, helping out with halftime here as they recognize the uh, – Maroon Basketball Association, the MAC basketball here at halftime, along with the uh, dance team. And we got the uh, daughter-mother dance team going on right now. Halftime score from the Dowling Gym. It's Dowling boys leading Southeast Polk 34-32. Earlier tonight, it was the Dowling girls, a 62-38 winner. As fifth-ranked Dowling girls improved to 13-1, knocking off number 11 Southeast Polk. And we're going to have one of the players and a coach on. Here at halftime, we'll take a break. 34-32, Dowling with the lead at halftime here on Iowa Catholic Radio. 60 Seconds with Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. This universe of ours is a free universe. It is a universe of character-making, of soul-making. Almighty God is placed into our hands. Think of it. The power to make ourselves saints or devils. It is up to us. There are some laws that we cannot disobey. For example, the law of gravitation and certain biological laws like circulation of blood. But in a moral universe, we are free either to obey the laws of God or to disobey them just as we are perfectly free, for example, to obey the laws of health or to disobey them. The people you know and trust are on EWTN. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym alongside Steve DeVinney, Mark Amadale, halftime of the boys' contest. Dowling leading 34-32, and I'll join by members of the Dowling girls basketball program including head coach Kristen Meyer and senior captain Emma Gipple and uh, ladies thanks for joining us here at halftime 
Coach Meyer, I really like those T-shirts you guys uh, <laughs> they brought you busted out tonight uh, for warm-up tops. I really like that. Yeah, that makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go around and collect them all. And, uh, uh-huh. How'd that go? Uh, not there yet. I'm wearing mine right now. Emma so. Gipple's with us. Emma, describe this T-shirt deal. I mean, it's a picture oh. of Coach Meyer in recognition of her 100th career win. Yeah. And we made enough of that this week. It happened Tuesday night. We talked about I it. I think we just need to move on. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're up to what, 101? 101, 101, yes, 101. <laughs> time to move on. Congratulations, Coach. Thank you. And what a win. Second time this year knocking off Southeast Polk. They've uh, kind of had their way with Dowling here the last several years, but all of a sudden. It's the first time we've beat them on our home court since I've been here. Is that right? I was going to ask you, it's, 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 sometimes there's a drought in that uh, in that, that happens. It has but, been a drought for us. Well, it was frustration on the Southeast Polk side tonight. The young lady sitting next to you was part of their frustration, Emma Gipple, one of your seniors. But uh, another great defensive effort. You hold a team under 40 points. Hard to do in the CIML, but not for the Maroons. This young Maroon team with uh, some pretty good veteran leadership. Yeah, we defended so well. Lauren Frerichs did a fantastic job on Brooklyn Daly, who I think is one of the best uh, players in the state, to be honest. And, and Emma's always in help. I thought Julia Moore did a nice job. She drew a couple charges. And our other players just did a great job. Just we call it normal defense. Guard them when they have the ball and then be in help. And, and just defensively, we played great as a team. Oh, you certainly did. Uh, you were led by the freshman Ava Zedeker with 20 points. Really? Young, yeah. Sitting next. Don't you read the score minute. sheet? I don't read the score sheet. I, Meyer blacks out during the game. Uh, She's like, I don't even look at the scoreboard. No. I get a little, I get a little tunnel vision. The young lady next to you. We have unofficially not quite 20 rebounds tonight, but Emma Gipple, we have you for 11 points. Julia Moore, 10 points. Nice. And she was in at the end of the game without foul trouble, coach. I know, again. Gosh. Yeah, she drew two big charges. And she was fantastic. Yes, she did. And how about Lauren Frerichs, the, the battle that she had defensively yeah. uh, on uh, Brooklyn Daily? She contributed eight points to your team. Did she? In a, in a nice win. So. Wow, I guess I don't even remember. <laughs> Emma, does, game going on. I, I, I think I was here at the game. I, I don't remember some of these. Emma Gipple. Welcome. Thanks for being here. Now, real quick with Emma uh-huh. tonight. Now, we'll have to check stats for sure. She either tied the career rebounding record or she broke it. So, for the Dowling Catholic girls basketball, it's 608. We had okay. her at uh, 604 coming in. So, if she got stats had her for four rebounds, we'll, we'll watch the film. She either tied it or broke it. Pretty darn impressive, huh, Mark? Well, uh, it is impressive. Yeah, I know you're trying to get off that 100 tonight that I keep trying to bring it <laughs> back. Bet. Emma, congratulations. Coach Cataldo? How many rebounds did Emma have tonight? Because if she had more than four, she broke the school record. <laughs> See, oh we're, going, we're back to Tuesday night. Oh, my night. gosh. He had you at 21 Tuesday night, and they had you 18. I don't know about tonight. Tuesday yeah, tonight was a little rough. That's all right. I think Ava snagged on my well, boards. Well, we were shooting me. pretty well. Yeah. Yes. Ava true. got a lot of defensive boards, yeah. It's true. Emma Gipple, I remember when you were a freshman. Kind of yes. timid. You had the veterans around you. Some gal named Clark, who's in <laughs> Iowa, you know. Yeah, we don't know about her. Yeah, but you have really stepped up, and it's been fun to watch you play the last four years, and boy, you are handy and quick under the basket. Offensive rebounds, that's sneaky, and uh, I don't know what drill Coach Meyer and uh, uh, Probably Coach, Coach Danner, Coach Danner yeah, runs, but those are tremendous drills, and they're paying off because you're getting a lot of rebounds, yes. and also the points, yes. and if you've improved your free throw shooting. I have. Oh, there my gosh, go. I have. Yeah, and uh, congratulations to you, Emma. Well, let's talk about this. Win, win tonight, win over Waukee on Tuesday. It's been a pretty good week. 
you have tomorrow and Sunday off, you get ready to go to Ankeny. Well, just having a pl- I mean, well, Sunday we'll practice. But I, I, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> after after we go to church, we'll, we'll re- practice. Regroup. But uh, Emma, what a year it's been, and it's been a lot of fun. You've been mentoring these youngsters, yes. mixing in with the old veterans like yeah. yourself, and uh, you know Moore and Frerichs, the juniors. So talk about this team to oh, our gosh. listeners out there. There's just so much you can say. Like everyone just can. the day with Monsignor Frank Bagnano. Things seldom happen as we expect. Most of our fears and apprehensions turn out to be completely imaginary. Difficulties we anticipated become very simple in reality. Projecting our fears into the future cuts us off from the present reality and prevents us from dealing with the present situations as we really should. I love what Eddie Hilsman once wrote. She said, If one burdens the future with one's worries, it cannot grow organically. I am filled with confidence, not that I shall succeed in worldly things, but that when things go badly for me, I shall find life good and worth living. Confident. Life is good and worth living in the now. Trust in God to handle the future. Live in the present moment. And that's today's thought of the day. Halftime, Dowling leading 34-32, wrapping up our conversation with Coach Kristen Meyer and Emma Gipple. Emma, let you uh, say uh, shout-out to anybody before we go to break here. Oh, always shout-out to my parents. Uh, my mom was the person that started and ended this uh, shirt thing with Meyer. Shout-out to Hobbs for making the shirts. Um, the Brian Hobbs? Yes, oh, the my Brian Hobbs, the one that does the concession stands. He's oh, here yeah. tonight. Go give him a thanks, Meyer. Thank you for the shirts. I don't know if it'll be thank you. <laughs> and, and Coach Meyer, congratulations on the win, and uh, best of luck. And I know you got a shout-out. Anybody from O-Line come down on this 20 they below zero? Yeah, my, oh my, my parents came down, so I'll meet up with them uh, afterwards here. Okay. But maybe Coach Babinat's listening. He wasn't able to come tonight. But this was ever listening. We appreciate it, and we appreciate Iowa Catholic Radio broadcasting our games. You're welcome, Coach. We'll see you in Ankeny on Tuesday night. Congratulations, uh, career Rebounder, yep. Emma Gipple. Yeah, pretty yes. impressive. First in the state, too, going into tonight. How yeah. about that? Really? Yeah, first in the state. Meyer, do you look at any stats? I put together a scouting <laughs> practice plan. That's all she busy. looks at. Thanks, ladies. Appreciate thank it. Yeah, thank you. All right. Head coach Kristen Meyer and uh, Emma Gipple join us tonight at halftime. We'll take a break. Come back. Dowling Boys leading 34-32. Back in one minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Hey, welcome back to the Dowling Gym as we're underway here in the second half and a corner three up and good by Carson Brown. That's his second three of the night. He's got 11 points to lead the Maroons, and Dowling up 37-32. Now a steal by the Maroons, and Stewart with the shot. It's no good, but Pettis trails the play, and Jalen Pettis shoots and scores there, Steve Devaney. Big-time follow in transition. And a timeout called by Southeast Polk. Dowling 39, Southeast Polk 32. The Maroons on a, what, a 5-0 run to start the third quarter here, Steve. I missed the score at halftime as I left to go uh, with the eighth graders. Was it 34-32? Correct. Okay. Dowling led by uh, two at halftime. They're on a 5-0 run here. And I know you had your, your numbers, but you had to go and take care of the halftime. Nice job by the uh, the Maroon Basketball Association, that whole group. And uh, the, the kids asked me, do we have to go out and stand in front of all those, all those, all those fans? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, you do. <laughs> And get used to it because yeah. when you uh, play varsity basketball, you get to play in front of all these fans. Yeah. And your game might be on radio for some other listeners that aren't able to attend. How about that? That was a thrill for the kids. Glad that Coach Thiel King uh, allowed the kids to do that. All right, Dowling 39, Southeast Polk 32. Mark Amadale, Steve Devinney. And now Southeast Polk out of the timeout. And they settle things down. Bodie Goodman with the three. That's good. That's his second three of the night. He has six points. And it cuts the Maroon lead to four, 39-35. 6.30 remaining here in the third quarter. We'll try to run some numbers down here when we get a, a moment. Now here is Drew Morrow for three, and it's good. And Drew's starting to heat up. Drew Morrow for three, and that is his second three of the night. And he has ten points. That's big when he gets going, Mark, as you know. Underneath, a shot off the glass, good by Riley Edwards. And that is his 20, 20th point. You don't want him to... Uh... Get going, getting too much confidence. <laughs> 42-37, Dowling. Runs lava underneath the Pettis. He found the lane and a shot up and good. No good, rather. Barton didn't have the best defensive uh, pressure on him. And a whistle and a foul is on Barton. And that'll be Jackson's first foul. Team foul number two on the Rams. And free throws coming, Steve Devaney, for Jalen Pettis. Jalen did a good job of establishing inside position there. His first free throw is good. Pettis with seven points tonight. Try to run down some scoring for Dowling. Drew Marr, we mentioned, has ten points right now. Charlie Stewart has ten points. Second free throw good by Pettis. Mark, I think Pettis up on the board, it says ten. He had that breakaway layup just a minute ago off that good assist. So we will give him another basket. And Dowling up 44-37 underneath. And a shot off the glass. That's good by Jackson Barton. Help side defense a little late there for the Maroons. So Pettis with 10 points. Morrow with 10. And Stewart with, with 10. Corner three no good by Drew Morrow. And the rebound out to the Southeast Polk. 
and Lincoln Cantrell. You mentioned 11 points for Carson Brown and three points for Quincy Ferguson. Mata Brewer off the bench with two points. Davis Sheck, Joey Coppola have yet to score. Jack Odie did not score off the bench, and neither did Colin Clark. Should catch up with the Dowling scoring. Rams leading 44-39. Dowling's led by 10. Now the Rams reverse the ball. On Lincoln Cantrell, three-pointer from the left wing. It's good. Cantrell with his first three points of the night. Both teams, Mark, in the third quarter have come out shooting the ball very well. 44-42, Dowling by two. Rams in a man-to-man defense. We haven't seen too much zone tonight. Here's Morrow, dribble drives the lane. Gets caught in the lane, gets out of the lane, gets to Quincy Ferguson, stops, and puts up a reverse layup, no good. Pettis with the follow, and it's good. Pettis followed the whole play, and he shoots and scores his 12th point here, Steve. Nicely done, hanging around the paint. Yeah, the big what, guy. What, what do they call that, garbage opportunities? If you go to the board, <laughs> you're going to get some points. He just picked up the uh, everything else, and now driving to the lane, a shot up and no good by Bodie Goodman. Goodman hits the deck, and a weak side foul. Coming from the weak side was Carson Brown. I believe he picked up the foul, and he did. That'll be his third. Team hate, foul hate number to one. See that. Yeah. Uh, Team foul number one on Dowling, Steve. The Maroons, uh, the Maroons uh, elite perimeter defender. And uh, picked up his third. He will leave the game, at least momentarily. Goodman's first free throw is good. He has seven points tonight. Carson will have a seat on the bench, and he's replaced by Joey Coppola who has not scored in this contest. Joey, a 5'10 sophomore, averaged about three and a half points, one and a half rebounds per game. Mark, you don't see Coppola and Quincy Ferguson in there very often together, but with Carson leaving the game with foul trouble, let's see how this plays out. Goodman's second free throw is good. He's got eight points, 46-44, Dowling by two. Here's Stewart with it to Pettis. Pettis on the right elbow, drives down the lane, and a whistle and they got a foul called, a push before the shot against Southeast Polk. And I think that's Good that's back in there for the Rams. Sam Good, he was a starting defensive end on their state championship Class 5A football team. And he had some meniscus surgery done and now back to playing shape. And now Steele poking the ball away as Moberly into the hands of Goodman. Now Moberly goes to the basket, his shot up and no good, drew the foul. And free throws coming as the Rams taking the ball the hole, and they're getting something out of it. Marl picks up the foul. That's his third. Maroons, uh, Maroons are faced now with a little bit of adversity. Two of their top scorers, both with three fouls. Dowling 46, Southeast Polk 45 as a free throw is good by Connor Moberly. That is his third point of the night. Second free throw coming. And it's no good. Rebound Pettis and Dowling. And the Maroons dribble in the front court. Ferguson coming off a ball screen. We got an illegal screen called on Pettis. Jalen didn't get his feet set. And a lot of times, Steve, we've seen this throughout the year, both against Dowling and for Dowling, is it's the screener's job to stay put. It's the ball handler's job to rub off him or her, and that's what uh, causes all the mix-up. It's the ball handler's fault, and it causes a foul on the, on the screener. Yeah, the screener that time, Jalen, I think, once he had the screen established, rolled a little bit too quick. 
Pettis with his third foul now in the lane. A shot no good by uh, Edwards. Rebound Dowling and Coppola. Runs running. Here's Ferguson. Leaves it for Coppola. Joey to the lane. Kicks it over to Stewart. Won't shoot it. Dribbles in the lane. Kicks it back out. And here is Clark for three. It's no good. Rebound Southeast Polk and good. Good with the rebound. That's Sam good. In the front court to Moberly. And they're going to whistle him for the travel. So both teams... Coming up empty, either by possession or by, by turnover or by missed shot. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like uh, Coach Theo King will take a timeout, 30. 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here alongside Steve Devaney. I'm Mark Amadale, 46-45. Dowling boys leading by one with 320. We left here in the third quarter. Earlier tonight, the Dowling girls a winner. 62-38 over Southeast Polk. Dowling girls improved to 13-1, 5-1 in conference play. Southeast Polk falls to 7-7 seven seven overall, 1-4 in conference play. As fifth-ranked Dowling over Southeast Polk, or number 11 Southeast Polk in game one, Steve. Yeah, they, they, the Dowling girls have really put a nice year together so far and uh, far from over, but every night they seem to bring it. They've got great team defense. They've got balanced scoring. They've got Gipple getting every rebound in the gym. She set the school record. Oh, I didn't know that. And rebounds, yep. Wow. She has a school record. Credit credit to her. She just consistently competes on the boards. I think she out uh, did. Molly DeVinney had the. uh, the I don't (laughs) think so. (laughs) And I'll steal after the uh, timeout by Southeast Polkis. Maroons had the basketball, and they give it up. Turnover against the Rams, and the ball's kicked out of bounds. And the Rams will keep possession. This is going to be a tough stretch for the Maroons. As I mentioned, uh, their, their uh, two leading scorers are on the bench with three fouls, as is Pettis. And so the last three minutes of the third quarter here, where, where are the points going to come from? Three minutes to play. Dowling by one. Southeast Polk with the basketball. Rams have it. They give it inside to Goodman. And now he has a, his pass stolen away. Outstanding defense there by Brua. Mata in the lineup. 2-3 zone now, Mark. Yeah. They're trying to protect. And now here's Capola to Clark. This is Colin Clark. Or rather, Jack Odie, excuse me. And now the pass from uh, Ferguson stolen away by Southeast Polk. Here's Edwards down the lane. And he leaves it for Goodman. His layup's good. Bodie Goodman with his 10th point. And now the ball tipped out of bounds as Dowling tries to get into their offense. And we're going to see Coppola check in for Ferguson. Uh, looks like Davis, Sheck, and Coppola, Charlie Stewart, Jackson Odie, and Brua currently for the Maroons. Five on the floor for Dowling. Final two minutes. Southeast Polk by one, 47-46. Dowling trying to protect some of their starters in foul trouble. Morrow with three. Carson Brown with three. Jalen Pettis with three. All starters. Now a corner three by Coppola is no good. Rebound Dowling. That's Odie with the rebound. A three-pointer top of the key. No good by Davis Sheck. And the rebound comes out to Southeast Polk. Maroons come up empty twice on offense. Two good looks, but uh, couldn't get him to go. Rams with it. Edwards down the lane. He has the ball stripped away, poked away, and stolen away by Dowling. Here's Odie with it. Jack in the front court. Leaves it for Davis Sheck. Took a pole in the lane. Back to Sheck for three. Good! How about that? Davis Sheck with just his third three of the year, and it gives Dowling the lead, 49-47, minute and a half left in third. They worked it inside out. Coppola got into the lane, kicked it back out quickly, and Davis had all kinds of time to set his feet. Good ball movement, as you mentioned, Steve. Southeast Polk in zone defense there. Now they open up and 
Shoot a three, it's good. Bodie Goodman starting to heat up. That's his third three of the night. He's got 13 points. So between Goodman and Edwards, the Maroons got to be careful. And three-pointer up and good. That is check again for three. Back to back. Davis starting to shoot it out. Coach Theo King has mentioned to us that Davis is playing better in practice. And he's getting some more minutes here and making the most of them. 52-50 Dallas. Here's a steal by Ed, or rather uh, Stewart, and he lays it in. Charlie Stewart with his 12th point, and he hooked up with uh, Joey Coppola on the double team to force the turnover. Outstanding defense. They trapped uh, they trapped uh, Edwards, who was trying to do a little bit too much dribbling, perhaps. Like Edwards is surprised. Moons came out and trapped. Uh, yep. And he was, you know, just a few steps over the half-court line right in front of the scorer's table when he did it. 25 seconds remaining, 54-50. Dowling by four here in the third end of the third quarter. And Elena shot up off the back iron, no good. By Southeast Polk. And the rebound comes out to Dowling. That was uh, Bodie Goodman with the miss. Now a corner three by Odie. It's good! Three straight threes by Dowling. Two by Sheck and one by Odie. Quarter three. And Dowling up seven, 57-50, Steve Devenny, as we go to the fourth quarter. I guess I was, uh, they showed me, because I was a little worried about where those points were going to come from. Those two juniors, <laughs> Sheck and Odie, three back-to-back threes and by for, Sheck and, and then Odie, and, and the runaway by Stewart, by the Stewart. layup. Dowling leads 57-50. We've, we've come to the end of three quarters of play, back in one minute. Wow. With the start of the fourth quarter here on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is a Young Catholic Minute. How come women can't be priests? I thought Vatican II got rid of sexism. How come men can't have babies? I thought God created us equal. He did. But equal in dignity doesn't mean exactly the same. If we think that the only reason that men can't have babies is because they don't have a uterus, or that the only reason women can't be spiritual fathers in the priesthood is because of some antiquated rules, we've fallen into our society's favorite error, separating the physical and spiritual world. The role of a father, of lover to loved, existed in God before he ever created humans. And when he did, he made men for fatherhood and women for motherhood. So why can't men give birth? They're not created for it, physically or spiritually. Why can't women be priests? They're not created for it, physically or spiritually. And if we deny that, we deny the truth of the spiritual world. And if we do that, we have to deny God. And that's just no good. For more, go to youngcatholicminute.com. All right, back here at the Dowling Gym, underway here in the fourth quarter. Dowling with first possession. Down the lane, shot off the glass. Good! It rolls around and through. Davis Sheck with eight points here in the second half. And Steve Devenny, your question has now been answered. Davis Sheck, uh, Jack Odie, and Charlie Stewart is where the points are coming from with foul trouble on the Maroons. How about that? Unbelievable. <laughs> now underneath, and the Rams... Get inside. Jackson Barton shoots and scores. That is his 10th point. He got the start tonight as Caden Proctor on the uh, Southeast Polk bench in street clothes. Had a little minor surgery with his meniscus. And uh, hopefully everything will go well. An outstanding athlete in his own right. And now Dowling with the ball. Drew Morrow back in there with three fouls. Works the lane. And he backs in and draws the foul. Goodman will commit his second foul. Let's pick up team foul number four on Southeast Polk. Three on... Dowling. Dowling 59, Southeast Polk 52. Mark Amadale, Steve Devinney. Packed house here at the Dowling Gym. 
Hats off to all the folks that uh, showed up tonight. Got a lot of stuff going on with the mother-daughter dance team. The uh, DCBC girls basketball feeder program. And of course the uh, Dowling Maroon Basketball Association coming out tonight. Now the Dowling with the ball. Ball slapped out of bounds by Southeast Polk. Maroons will inbound it. To get it to Mata Brewer, who's in there. Uh, a, a pump fake, a shot off the glass, no good. Gets his own rebound, put back, it's short. And a rebound, Jackson Barton. Tough break for the Maroons as they lead by seven. Southeast Polk with the rebound there, Steve. Yeah, very good. Uh... <laughs> That's uh, Goodman getting loose again. That's another three for him. That's his uh, fourth three of the night, and he's got 16 points. He's playing with so much more confidence than he was the first time that the Maroons saw these guys before Christmas. And now a stealing basket by Southeast Polk. That's Carson Robbins in there for Southeast Polk. The 6-1 sophomore score, and this will be a full timeout. We'll take it with them with 6.24 remaining. Fourth quarter, Dowling's lead is now 2, 59-57. Over Southeast Polk, back in one minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling. Since 1999, Golden Rule Heating and Cooling has been supporting customers with their rules to live by. Respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service. GoldenRulePHC.com And we're back here at the Dowling Gym alongside Steve Devaney, Mark Amadale. 6.15 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Dowling 59, Southeast Polk 57. Now a three-pointer by Drew Morrow up and good as the pass came from Davis Sheck, and Morrow shoots and scores his third three of the night. Yeah, b- big basket coming out of that timeout. They ran a, a, a called set, and they executed it well. 13 points for Morrow in the 62-57, Dowling by five. Now the Rams throw it away. They dribble drive in the lane, Goodman. And it's off the hands, apparently, of Barton. And now the officials will huddle up as uh, Dave Rittman and William Dotson will talk about it right in front of head coach. Yeah, I I think they got it right. I I don't think the ball was tipped by uh, the Maroons. And they are going to give it to Dowling. Bodie Goodman thought it was. Yep. He was hoping. He's uh, he's got some pretty good instincts in him. His uh, grandfather, Tom Goodman, legendary Hall of Fame coach at numerous schools, won some state titles. Yeah, and he's here. I'm sure he's here. In the yeah, tennis. he was here. I, I saw him before the ball game. Yeah, what is? He was talking to Denny O'Grady. Oh, why not? Exactly. Who do, you have to, if you come to Dowling, folks, you have to go through Denny O'Grady. Yep. I do every day. He's the greeter. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Dowling with the ball. Pettis back in the lineup, and so is Quincy Ferguson. And now the pass underneath the Quincy from Pettis swings it over tomorrow. Corner three up and no good, and he draws the foul. Bodie Goodman ran right in tomorrow. And both players get up. 
And the foul on Goodman, that'll be his third. And Drew will go to the line for three free throws. He has 13 points tonight for the Maroons. Yeah, Maroons are moving the ball well on offense. And uh, Goodman tried to get out to the shooter, but got there a little late and then ran into him. 62-57. First free throw is good by Drew Morrow. This is first attempt tonight at free throw line. I have him for Dice game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part as the second free throw is good by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Dental Associates, and our thanks also to fine folks at Mercy One. Second free throw good. Third free throw on the way. It's good. Drew three for three tonight. Team leader, 82% at the line, and he has 16 points. Love to see that. Love to see those made free throws by the Maroons. 65-57, Dowling extends its lead. And now a steal, Quincy Ferguson a steal. And Morrow wanted to shoot the three, and he might have been uh, bothered by Goodman and ends up passing the ball to Quincy Ferguson. Felt, felt some pressure from behind, didn't he? Yes, he did. Here's Ferguson with it. Guarded by Hines. Ferguson and Hines going at it. 65-57, Dowling. Under five minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. Here's Pettis with it. Rams starting to overplay the passing lanes, as you would expect. Carson Brown back in on the timeout. They lob it into Pettis. Guarded by Barton. Spins in the lane. Shot up and good. Jackson. Dalen Pettis with his 14th point tonight. That might be his career high. What a night. Inside presence. Dowling by 10. They have equaled their largest lead of the night. And... We've got a full timeout. We'll take one with them with 427 left here in the fourth quarter. Dowling 67, Southeast Polk 57 here on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Dale Alquist with a check. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment, whether it's in the classroom or at home. Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. The one who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Hi, this is Matt Wilkham, Executive Director for Iowa Catholic Radio. St. Paul's words in 2 Corinthians resonate in a special way for us Iowans who do our part to sow the seed, knowing in the end exactly who provides the growth. Will you help Iowa Catholic Radio continue to plant the seed of God's Word? Please consider a $30 a month sustaining gift and tune in to the Spring Carathon starting Monday, February 21st, or donate anytime at iowacatholicradio.com. Thank you. Hey, we're back here at the Dowling Gym, and the Rams get a slam dunk out of the uh, timeout. Jackson Barton shoots and scores. That is his 12th point. He's had a good game, Mark. He's the one who started in place of uh, Caden Proctor, who's yes, been out, out with that knee injury. He's he, got, he got a nice feed that time. I'm not sure if it was yeah. uh, Goodman or not. 67-59, Dowling by eight. As we're under four minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. If you joined us late, Dowling Girls a winner tonight. 62-38. That Dowling Girls defense just tremendous all year. The fifth-ranked Maroons go to 13-1 on the season. Southeast Polk, ranked 11th, goes to 7-7 on the year. 
in Class 5A. Dowling led by Ava Zedekers, 20 points. Emma Gipple, 11 points. Julia Moore, 10. And Lauren Frerichs with 8 points tonight. Brooklyn Daly leading the way for Southeast Polk with 15 points. And Alyssa Bartlett with 10. Dowling boys with the ball, trying to run some offense here and maybe a little bit of clock. Here's a backdoor cut. Marl hits Quincy Ferguson. Quincy had the ball, tried to leave it for Pettis, and it's stolen away by Southeast Polk. Maybe one extra pass there, Steve. Yep, they ran some good clock, but... Uh... In the lane, Edwards has his shot blocked by Carson Brown. Carson's athletic, isn't he? Yes, he is. Wow. He's playing with three fouls. Now we've got a, a timeout called as uh, Clay Fielking wants a... Timeout. We'll keep it here with just under three minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. Dowling looking for its first win as the Maroons have lost five of their last six games and six of their last eight, and they've lost three in a row. But they lead 67-59 over Southeast Polk with just under three minutes to play. The Rams have lost five of six games we talked about in the pregame. The Rams only lost since the last time they played Dowling. They knocked off number eight, Johnston. A week ago, uh, Tuesday night, 64-63 at the Johnson Gym. So it's been what, feast or famine for yeah. the Rams and Dowling. What, was Johnston number one in the state at the time? Uh, I don't believe so. Okay. But top five, maybe? They were top five, yeah. and they dropped Okay, with the loss. Johnson is tied with Ankeny for the, uh, in the top ten for some of the Central Iowa teams. Matter of fact, why don't we just run through the poll? Number one team in the state, Dowling is at tonight, or tomorrow night. Uh, up in Ames. Dowling yep. at Ames. Ames is number one. Pleasant Valley, two. Waukee Northwest is third. Dowling played them on Tuesday. Cedar Rapids Prairie is fourth. Council Bluffs, Abe Lincoln, fifth. Cedar Rapids Kennedy. Cedar Falls, number six and seven. Ankeny and Johnson tied for eighth. And Sioux City East is tenth. Valley, Des Moines, Lincoln. And Southeast Polk have some receiving votes in the top ten, believe it or not. As a foul in the backcourt on the Rams. That'll be on San- uh, It'll be on Goodman, rather. His fourth, Mark. Oh, it is. That's, yeah, it's that his is fourth. The, yeah. Yep, that's what I have him for, too. That'll be the 16th foul on Southeast Polk, Steve. The Maroons have to win at the free throw line because the Rams are going to come out with their defense. Dowling with three team fouls. The Maroons, if needed, has fouls to give. Ferguson in the backcourt. Now picks up his dribble, finds Charlie Stewart. Maroons get across the timeline with Morrow. I don't like him on that sideline. Not a good place to be. Here's Pettis with it. Leaves it for Ferguson. To Brown. Dowling trying to run some clock. Ferguson to Morrow. Drew dribbles baseline. Reverse layup short. Rebound. Barton and Southeast Polk. Empty possession for Dowling. Front court is Edwards for Southeast Polk. The Rams have it with Moberly. Back to Edwards. His shot up and no good. Shot it too strong. And rebound off the glass by Charlie Stewart. Maroons are going to have to pass it around here. Run some clock. Yeah, the Rams might have an idea who they want to foul. For Dowling, you want to get the ball in the hands of Drew Morrow. That is their leading free throw shooter at 82%. And Mata Brew is not in the game. He's at 83%. Here's uh, Morrow with it, and he draws the foul, and he'll go to the line. Good, good job by the Maroons. Foul beyond Carson Robbins is in there for Southeast Polk. The 6'1 sophomore picks up his first foul with a minute 55 left. 17 foul on the Rams, and Drew Morrow to the line. Front end of a one-and-one. One. Maroons, as we know, Mark, have had trouble from time to time this year at protecting leads, but uh, doing a pretty good job tonight of spreading the floor, and uh, now they're in the bonus. First free throw good. Drew with 17 points. 
68-59, Dowling. A little sure. above his uh, season average, right, Mark? Average of 15 or so, I think. 16-4 is his okay. average. Second free throw good. 18 points now for Drew. 69-59. And here's Edwards with it for Southeast Polk. The Rams run their dribble weave, and here is Goodman's shot. No good. And Charlie Stewart <laughs> grabs that rebound out of there. How about that? Dowling with the rebound. Here's Marl in the front court. Minute 30 remaining. Dribble handoff to Carson Brown. The Rams ball fakes, head fakes, trying to get the Rams in the in the air. Here's Stewart. Rams. And they're going to follow him. I thought so. Charlie is a 47% free throw shooter. And I think Goodman just fouled out. Or check that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah Bodie just fouled out. And he'll foul out with 16 points. With a minute 27 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Had a good game tonight, Mark. There, he played with so much more confidence than he did as a rookie before yeah. Christmas. Yeah. He had three points at halftime, Steve, and he finished with 13 in the second half, and the Maroons were able to stem the tie. Charlie Stewart, front end of a one-on-one. Good. Those are big front ends. No question about it. Charlie with 13 points. Other thing that the Maroons have done in the second half is neutralized uh, Edwards. I think he only has two points here in the second half for Polk. Second free throw. Good. Charlie Stewart hits them both. 14 points for Charlie. 71-59 Dowling. Minute 20 to play. Maroons have fouls to give. And a whistle and a foul on the Maroons. Charlie Stewart fouls Edwards. I think that's who Dave Ripman's going to call it on. So he picks up his first fouls, what I have him for. Looking I think that's right. Yep. Edwards has 20 points. He had 18 at halftime. He's only had two points here in the second half. Yeah. Corner three, no good by Edwards. Out of bounds to Southeast Polk. Bodies hit the floor. <laughs> and Drew Morrow helped up by Carson Brown and Jackson Barton of Southeast Polk. Good sportsmanship across the board tonight. Rams are trying to break a four-game losing streak to the Rams. Southeast Polk inbounds the ball. They get it to Edwards for three. It's no good. That was Caitlin Clark range. Yep. <laughs> Rebound Dowling. Backcourt is uh, Morrow. And, and Drew now as timeout Dowling. Maroons uh, called timeout. The trail official calls a 30-second timeout. Dowling will have the ball at three-quarters court. 63 seconds remaining. And it's Dowling leading 71-59 over Southeast Polk. I'm trying to get Pete Peterson over here for a quick uh, officials review. We haven't had too many of those in high school this year, Steve. You know, those officials, I like to review everything. Well, here's the deal. If Pete was uh, a college official, they'd have him on Fox Sports in the booth in New York, they, and they'd be saying, what do you think about that call, Pete? In New York. Instead, Pete scrambles out of the gym to avoid controversy oh. with you. I raised up the... Uh, what a the great official he was. Oh, and retired, and yep. he is mentoring new officials. Yep. And does a great job. Nice man, too. Great for the sport. 71-59. He must have done 12, 13, 14 championship games oh, down there. Oh, at least. There. At yeah. least. Drew, All the time. Dowling with the ball. Drew Morrow gets to Quincy Ferguson. Dowling gets it across the timeline. Now it's just kind of play, trying to play keep away. Morrow dribbles between defenders. Maroon's playing keep away between the... Uh, between the circles, so to speak. Here's Carson Brown with it. 40 seconds remaining. Carson dribbles in an area I don't like to see. That's <laughs> down the sideline. Southeast Polk 
appears to be living with the result of this. They haven't fouled in the last 30 seconds. Uh, they're being aggressive towards the ball in the passing lane, rather. There's Pettis with it to Carson Brown, to Stewart. Maroon's just playing keep away. 20 seconds remaining. And Dowling's going to snap their four-game skid against Southeast Polk. Maroon's uh, first win since beating Urbandale right out of the Christmas break, Steve. So congratulations to head coach uh, Clay Fielking as Dowling snaps a three-game losing streak. With the win tonight, 71-59 the final. As Dowling improves its record to 4-7 and seven on the year. The Rams will fall to 4-9 and nine on the year. And that is a big win. And a much-needed win for this Dowling boys program. Again, there's not one game they haven't played hard. But sometimes you keep playing hard and you start thinking, well, can we really do this? Well, tonight they did. And Dowling with the win. And... Congratulations to Clay Thielking, Clay, Clay Thielking and the coaching staff. Jimmy Nahas, Nick Wagner, Kevin O'Hare on the win tonight and the Dowling team, 71-59. The yeah, final. Yeah, that feels good because uh, as hard as you play and as hard as you practice, when you don't get any good results on Tuesday or Friday and an occasional Saturday, it gets discouraging. And uh, hats off to the Maroons. Boy, they... It was a battle through three quarters, and they pulled away a little bit in the fourth quarter, which is the opposite of what happened three nights ago against Joaquin Northwest. So, heck of a win. You see some smiles on the kids' faces as they're headed back to the locker room, and that uh, that's a heck of a momentum uh, breaker to lose that or to break that losing streak. And as you're doing some stats over here, Mark, now we. We're faced with going up to the number one team in the state tomorrow, the Ames High Little Cyclones. <laughs> yes, <they are. laughs> and, uh, and that'll be fun. You know, that's a great challenge for the Maroons. Nobody expects them to win that game necessarily, but as hard as they play, I would guess that they'll be in it till the very end. So, Well, we'll see. As uh, Waukee Northwest was up there tonight, Waukee Northwest at Ames, I'm going to try to, when we go to a break, uh, see if we got a score update. A lot of times on Twitter they'll have score up updates. But uh, nonetheless, Dowling, Dowling boys and girls, a doubleheader sweep here at the Dowling Gym tonight as uh, the Maroons win the boys' game 71-59 and the girls' contest 62-38. Along with Steve Devaney, Mark Amadell, we'll go to our post-game show following this break. And I want to thank Jennifer Phelps. She is our studio producer, keeping us on the air, and we'll take a break. Final score once again, the boys' contest, Dowling 71, Southeast Polk 59 from the Dowling Gym. We'll be back with our post-game show here on Iowa Catholic Radio. 60 Seconds with Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. Man who's free to love is free to hate. He who is free to obey is free to rebel. Virtue in this concrete order is possible only in those spheres in which it is possible to be vicious. A man can be a saint only in a church in which it is possible to be a devil. You say, well, if I were God, I would destroy evil. Well, if you did that, you would destroy human freedom. God will not destroy freedom if we do not want any dictators on this earth Certainly we do not want any dictators in the kingdom of heaven. And those, therefore, who would blame God for allowing man freedom to go on hindering and thwarting his work are like those who, seeing blots and smudges and errors in the student's notebook, would condemn the teacher for not snatching away the book and doing the copy himself. The people you know and trust are on EWTN.
Listener-supported Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM KWKY, Des Moines, 94.5 FM K233BT, Des Moines, 88.5 FM KIHS, Adel, 90.9 FM KLOX, Creston. That is a good win. Welcome back to the Dowling Gym alongside Steve Devinney, Mark Amadale, as we total up our numbers tonight. The Dowling Boys, a winner tonight. 71-59 over Southeast Polk as the Rams now fall to 4-9 and nine on the season. And Dowling boys improve their record to 4-7 and seven on the season. In game one, it was a girls' contest, top 11 matchup, and it was uh, number 5 Dowling defeating number 11 Southeast Polk, 62-38. Maroons were led by freshman Ava Zedeker with 20 points, Emma Gipple Sr. with 11 points with 11 points. Zedeker with 20 points, excuse me. Julia Moore with 10 points and uh, Lauren Ferricks with 9 running out some of the scoring for Dowling. Brooklyn Daly leading the way for Southeast Polk with 15 points and Alicia Alyssa Bryant, or rather Alyssa Bartlett with 10 points. And uh, Mr. Devinney, whatever numbers you have you can go ahead and read right now as uh, we'll get our listeners caught up and hope to see uh, Coach uh, Phil King picking up his fourth win as the head coach here at Dowling Catholic in his first year. Yeah, Take it away, um, Steve. You've got the individual stuff, Mark. Sure. Um, I've got uh, the Southeast Polk Rams 19 for 44 from the field. That, that's unofficial. but uh, And then I had the Maroons 26 for 56 from the field. Uh, Maroons got some good scoring from some unlikely sources tonight, which helped them pull away late in the third quarter and early in the fourth. Uh, Maroons had... Uh, 12 turnovers to Southeast Polk's 13. Uh, relatively clean game, I would say, for, for both ball clubs. And uh, Maroons out-rebounded Southeast Polk 22-16. to 16. And uh, as you said, seven-point lead to end the third quarter and pulled away tonight for a 12-point convincing W for the Maroons. And congratulations to the Maroons as their head coach, Clay Phil King, will join us here momentarily. He's right in front of us trying to get up to the uh, place where we're at, right behind the scores table. And uh, he's got to feel pretty good. As uh, We'll run down some scoring here while we uh, wait for Coach to uh, make his way up. There's that guy, John Marshall. You know Johnny him? Marshall. My goodness. Hall of Fame in so many different ways. Yes, indeed. And I'm trying to get, a, trying to get an update here is. From Ames, nothing right now. So we'll work on that when we go to the postgame show. And for Southeast Polk, let's go run down their scoring. They they fall to 4-9 and nine on the season with the uh, win by Dowling, 71-59. And they were led by Riley Edwards with 20 points, followed by Bodie Goodman with 16 points from the freshman, 12 points for uh, Jackson Barton, who got the start in center. In place of Caden Proctor, who did not play tonight due to a, a minor a minor surgery on his knee. Running out scoring for Southeast Polk was three points each for Lincoln Cantrell and Zeb Hines off the bench with three. Two points for Carson Robbins and three points for Connor Mobley. Jake, uh, Sam Good came in and did not score and uh, for the Rams in their rotation as uh, the Rams went 11 for 14 at the free throw line. For Dowling Catholic, the Maroons had four players in double figures, led by Drew Morrow's 18 points, Charlie Stewart, 
and Jalen Pettis with 14 points each, and Carson Brown with 11 points. Davis Sheck off the bench with eight points. Coach uh, Phil Keen warned us about him coming out of the uh, Christmas break, and he was exactly right. And it answered your question, Steve, where's the scoring going to come from with all those uh, young men on, in foul territory? And I think that was answered tonight. Davis Sheck, uh, Jack Odie with three, Mata Brewer off the bench with two, and uh, Quincy Ferguson finishing with three points. And the Maroons with 10 out of 12 at the free throw line. So does that answer your question, Coach Deveni, of uh, where well, some of those points were found? Yeah, and we'll let Coach talk about that in the uh, – are we going to take a break before we're gonna, we yeah. – We're going to take a break. Yeah. Because we're going to give him a break. It took him forever to get up here because I don't know who, who designed this uh, setup. But, road uh, construction road issues. Road construction, so we'll, we'll take a break. <laughs> Again, the final night, uh, Dowling 71, Southeast Polk 59. The Maroons snap a four-game losing streak to the Rams with the win tonight. In the boys' contest, girls' game won by Dowling 62-38. We'll take a break and come back with head coach Clay Thielking and the, the head boys' basketball coach here at Dowling here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thought of the day with Monsignor Frank Bagnano. The ancient Greek philosophers were quoted as saying, In God we live and move and have our very being. Today, the vast majority of cosmologists agree that a brilliant, powerful, supreme being began our universe some 13.8 billion years ago. They called it the Big Bang. And therefore, all life has come from that being whom we call God, the one who gives power and being to all that exists. If it were not for his sustaining presence, all things would cease to exist. So today, consider this reality. You and I are surrounded and encompassed by God. Yes, swimming in God's presence, swimming in His love, a love that sustains you and me moment by moment. The Greeks had it right. In Him we live and move and have our very being. And that is today's thought of the day. And we're back here at the uh, Dowling Gym. Mark Amadale, Steve Devaney, following... A doubleheader victory by the Maroon. Dowling girls winning 62-38 over Southeast Polk. And the Dowling boys, a 71-59 win over the Rams, snapping a four-game losing streak to Southeast Polk in their series. And we're joined now by the head basketball coach, the boys' basketball coach at Dowling Catholic High School, Clay Thielking. And, Coach, congratulations on the win tonight. And uh, you heard Steve and I's conversation off air. We had a point in the game where you had three starters, that had 10 points, a double point, double figure scoring tonight on the bench. And Steve asked me the question, where's your points coming from? And I just went back to the play-by-play. And then about a minute later, I said, there's your answer. You have uh, Davis Sheck, Charlie Stewart, Jack Odie hit some big shots. That might be the difference of the game, Coach. I think it was. I really think it was. We were at a, at a weird tipping point there. And um, I do think that was – that was a, a turning point of the game, though. Davis getting a few buckets, and and Jack hits a, a three f- f- from in front of our bench. Um, gave us a little breathing room, and um, and we, we never relinquished it. Um, those guys, I mean, that's yeah. I I, honest, I I think that was a difference. A huge spark off the bench. We've been waiting for that. And those guys, are, I mean, great kids. They work hard every day. They have great attitudes, uh, whether they play or not. And and they were ready tonight, and they delivered for us. Eight players score for your group. You outscore Southeast Polk in the second half, 37-27, but you got eight players in the scoring column, and I think you play ten, if I'm not mistaken. So that's, that's a pretty good number. 
That's a great number. It's great. Great contributions. I, I mean, I think it's a testament to the guys sharing it and moving it better than we have. Uh, I think that's gotten a lot better the last week or two. Um, trusting each other and guys like Davis and Jack stepping up. So it was a team effort tonight for sure. We got off to a good start. You led at halftime by two, and you actually had a uh, lead in the first half by ten. It seemed like when you got a ten-point lead, Southeast Polk and uh, Coach Jenkins calls timeout, and they go on an 8-0 run to yeah. cut it to two. So it's been Steve said it tonight, a game of runs at times, it, it seemed was. like. Yeah, it really was. I think getting up 10 early was probably the worst thing for us. It happened pretty fast and pretty easy. And as a coach, you know that's not a conti- not going to continue. I think our players kind of let their let off the gas a little bit. And and the, those that's a good team on the other side, too, that's trying hard and making adjustments. And But, yeah, yeah you're right. It, w- it was a game of runs, and fortunately we had, we had a couple more in us coach at halftime did you guys talk about any different strategy with Edwards he had a really monster first half with 20 yeah but I think he finished with 22 mark you have the numbers he he held him to a field goal in the second half. well yeah I mean he's really good Uh, but yeah we did talk about trapping ball screens with him just to get it out of his hands and the dangerous thing with with Edwards is he finds open guys I mean he is a willing passer and um, and so there were times where we got out of his hands and they made the extra pass and, and were able to get a bucket but um, I, I do think we held him in check really well in the second half, and that's a credit to our guys. Goodman got loose a little bit and hit some threes and, and got a hot hand, but but you're right. Um, that was the main adjustment at halftime, and I thought our guys responded well to that. Well, Drew Morrow found his shot in that second half. He had seven points at halftime, finished with 18, and you like seeing that. He's a, a go-to guy, but he can do it so many ways, outside, inside, loves to drive the basket, and uh, – he made a move that I haven't seen since Steve Devenny days back at Marshall, Marshalltown. Uh, how about that move in the first half? The reverse you layup. You see that circus layup? I did. I, I still don't know really ha- what happened. Me either. Um, but that it went incredible. in the bucket. That's all I cared about. I, I hope it he doesn't try to. It was like a 720. Right. A whirling dervish. Right. And From a guy that can't jump right. over a phone book. Right. So we'll have to look at that on film to see how he pulled it off. I thought that was a new drill that you and Coach Nahas and Coach Wags oh. d- d- provided. Wags, dr- tries, he tried to put that in. We, we shut that down, but stuck with Drew a little bit. Well, it, it's a great win, Coach. Thank and you. I know you, you get back and uh, on the road tomorrow at Ames, and uh, what a matchup that will be. The freshman, Dowling freshman play at Ames at 1 o'clock. The sophomores follow at 2.30. And, you take the court at 4 o'clock against the number one team in the state who is battling Waukee Northwest. And I'm trying to get an update here. If you give me a second, uh, I may have one. But uh, Waukee Northwest and Ames, top three teams going at it. Maybe they have, they don't have as many legs because you got uh, ten guys in tonight. Yeah. They might not have their legs. Who knows? Well, let's hope not. You know, they're loaded. They're a different animal. Um, they're number one for a reason. But um, it's good. It's a quick turnaround. We told our guys to enjoy this tonight, and we'll we'll focus on Ames tomorrow. Honestly, we haven't looked at any film yet. We were we're worried about these guys coming in tonight. So we'll, um, you know, we know who those kids are, and they're they're obviously uh, really good. We'll have our hands full, but it'll be a fun challenge. Do you guys now, Coach, uh, for people listening? Do you have a little walkthrough tomorrow? How do you prepare for a, a game the very next day? Yeah, it's tough. Um, we won't bring our guys in in the morning just because of the late night. So we'll meet. Um, we'll have a team meeting before we get on the bus. We'll meet for about a half hour. We might mix in a little film on uh, on Ames. But we'll, we'll get organized with a little game plan then. And I think a lot of times with our guys, less, and, less is more. Uh, you don't want to – they start thinking too much. Their feet get, get really slow. And so we'll, we'll be organized, but we're going to give our guys the, the morning to get off their feet and, and hydrate and – 
come together and get a plan together and, and jump on the bus. All right. Well, unfortunately, we won't be able to bring the broadcast uh, tomorrow afternoon with Dowling and Ames, but we will be in Ankeny. you got back-to-back road games at Ames on Saturday and then Ankeny hosting Dowling. Uh, one time you play them this year, at least during the regular season, at the Ankeny Gym. So I know you go back later in the year to play at Centennial. So it's our turn to be the road the road per, road team at Ankeny. So you'll get used to that. You remember those days at Urbandale playing up there? Well, the old Ankeny Gym. Right, <laughs> with, a, with a rubber floor. Oh, yep. that was awesome. Yep. Oh, my gosh. A <laughs> long remember, time ago. Devaney played on rubber floors. I mean, yeah. he was, they just now upgraded Marshalltown. To, they got wood yep. and lights yep. now, Steve. The track was cinder. We had cinder on the yep. track outside. Yeah, here, here yeah. we go bringing yep. that in. Clay, you want to uh, say any shout-outs out there to folks? I know uh, I hear a lot of good things, especially from uh, – uh, uh, Mr. Getting, Kurt Getting, who is scorekeeper for Waukee Northwest. Uh, uh, you know his sons. Uh, you know him because uh, you, you taught with him at Urbandale and probably were there when he was still teaching. But uh, any shout-outs out there that might be listening that uh, say, hey, I heard you on the post-game show. And so, no, I don't know how many people are really listening to me on the post-game show. Oh, yeah, you'd be surprised. You. You'd um, be surprised. <laughs> no, honest, I'm, I'm happy for it, guys. I'm just happy for the, the, the kids. They've Great. been working hard, and it's it's – I don't know. It, you go a week or two without a win, and it, it, become, it really becomes a grind. And they've been working hard, and when you don't get rewarded by the scoreboard, I think it, it's hard, and it wears on you as a coach, and it certainly wears on you as a player because they're the ones doing all the work. So I, I'm just I'm happy for these guys, and we'll enjoy it tonight, and, and we'll be back at work tomorrow. All right. We'll leave on that note. Best of luck. Safe trip up to Ames, and uh, we'll talk to you Tuesday in Ankeny. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Clay Thielking, Dowling Boys basketball coach, joined us here on the postgame show. Congratulations, Coach. And Mr. Devenny, that'll do it tonight. Uh, thanks for all you do. You had, you were doing everything. Bef- during the girls' game, you were busy. You, you had, I thought I saw sweat through that tan of your forehead. I thought a little sweat there. You came and did the boys' game. Then you left at halftime to go with your uh, uh, Maroon uh, Basketball Association group, the, the feeder program, and hats off to them. And give a shout-out to some of them. I know some of them are listening because when's Coach Devenny going to name, you know, let, let them know about our team? I, I'm waiting for that. I won't name any of those young men yet. They'll have to carve out their own niche at Dowling Catholic. I did. I did a lot. Of, I did a lot of things today. I'm not sure I did any of them well, but uh, you did fine. Hey, we're still here. We are. Well, Steve, we'll. Uh, I don't know if you're following the team tomorrow to Ames. You probably got a game. Yeah, we we have our eighth grade kids involved in three different tournaments. Yeah, that's around what I town. thought. So we'll be coaching, but. Uh, Sure wish the Maroon varsity and, and sophomore and, and freshman teams well up there in Ames. Yep, it's a rare Saturday game. I think they got a couple of them throughout the year. This is the first of maybe two or three they do. They go to uh, Eastern Iowa later in the year, does Dowling. So you got to go back-to-back. Friday night you have your – Tuesday, Friday is your conference nights, but then you could have a Saturday game and you go back-to-back. A lot of schools do that, and this will be Dowling's first time as the, uh, the boys will be up there only. The girls have – uh, the weekend off, they'll be practicing on Sunday, is what Coach Meyer said. And they'll both be in Aim, and rather in Ankeny, and we'll be there. That'll be our next broadcast Tuesday night. So, Mr. Devenny, thank you on a Hall of Fame night, a Hall of Fame job out of you. Great job by the Maroon Varsity boys and girls. Doubleheader sweep, and uh, we'll look forward to getting back on the air Tuesday with you up in Ankeny. Thanks, right. Mark. You bet. Thank you, Steve. That's Steve Devenny, my broadcast partner tonight, and that'll wrap things up from the Dowling Gym. And we'll run through uh, the scores here one more time. I want to thank everybody here at Dowling, including Athletic Director Tom Wilson, Colleen Webb, and Michael Connor, in the athletic office. And, of course, uh, everybody involved with our broadcast, including our studio producer, Jennifer Phelps, 
And, of course, my broadcast partners, Jimmy Cataldo during the girls' game and Steve Deveni during the boys' contest, are thanks to the uh, Southeast Polk coaches, including girls' coach, uh, girls head coach uh, Tracy Daly and boys' head coach Alan Jenkins and all the folks at Southeast Polk High School in their athletic office, Jason Campbell, Darren Carpenter, Chris Rockwell. Thanks to all you do for helping us with our broadcast. Our next broadcast will be this coming Tuesday night. It'll be Dowling at uh, Ankeny. We'll be on the air at 6 o'clock with their pregame show. Girls tip off 6.15, the boys to follow at 7.45. So join us here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Once again, the final scores for the final time tonight in the uh, girls' contest, Dowling Girls' Improved their record to 13-1, and 5-1 and one in conference play with a 62-38 win over Southeast Polk. The Rams fall to 7-7 seven and 1-4 seven and and overall. Dowling led by Ava Zedeker with 20 points, Emma Gipple with 11 points, Julia Moore 10, and Lauren Frerichs with 8 points. Southeast Polk was led by Brooklyn Daly with 15 points and Alyssa Bartlett with 10 points. Dowling girls ranked 5th, Southeast Polk ranked 11. In the boys' contest, Dowling boys a winner tonight over Southeast Polk in a doubleheader sweep. Dowling 71, Southeast Polk 59. The Maroons were led by Drew Marles, 18 points. Jalen Pettis and Charlie Stewart with 14 points each. Carson Brown with 11 points. And the big baskets, Davis Sheck in the uh, third and fourth quarter had eight points off the bench to uh, lead Dowling to the win as the Maroons outscore Southeast Polk 37-27 and improve their record to 4-7. and the Rams fall to 4-9 and nine on the season. They were led by Riley Edwards, 20 points, and Bodie Goodman with 16 points, 12 points for Jackson Barton, who got the start tonight for Caden Proctor, who did not play due to uh, his knee injury, and hopefully that will be on the men for the big guy. And, again, that will wrap things up for our student producer, Jennifer Phelps, Mark Hamadale, saying goodnight and so long from all of us here in Iowa Catholic Radio. Have a safe and blessed faith-filled weekend. Our coverage of Dowling Catholic Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Mercy One, and Skeffington's Formaware. Thank you for supporting the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio. The proceeding has been a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.